I never give up my family. Never. Hello and welcome to 60 Minutes with a Spotlight Show with me, Chris, and as always, the lovely, lovely, lovely Mr. Adam Parry. How are you, sir? I'm very well, you? Yes, not too bad. Is everything all right with yourself? Yeah, yeah, everything's 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 normal, kind of, yes. but you know. Tickety-boo, yeah. yes. Yes, spiffing. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking like yeah. like this. Everything is spanklicious. Tally ho, chaps, and all that. But uh, anyway, um, so for the uh, the new listeners, if there are any new listeners uh, thinking, well, what is this show all about? Um, well, let me tell you. Um, th- this is an opportunity for Adam and I to go back to the movies of our childhood, and um, in our heads. We think, wow, that was a brilliant movie because we haven't seen it for years and years and years or probably since we were kids. And to rewatch them with a, an old man's head on and decide, <laughs> is that actually as good as I remember it? That's pretty much what it boils down to, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Let's, let's destroy some treasured memories. Yes, that's fun. Um, but then we have been pretty good i think with most of the films that we've had um we have got a, quite a few now there's a bit of a list building up yeah. um the last one being the golden child um mm, which i think was probably our most negative yeah that was probably overall. out of all of the ones i mean you know they are i mean that's probably the one of the biggest blockbuster type movies i guess out of all of the ones that we watched they tend to yeah. be a lot of sort of either straight to video or cult classics um is fair to say i think the the ones that we've watched is that yeah, right i'd say so yeah there or thereabouts it's it's a mixed bag of a bit of this bit of that yeah so and we take it in turns to decide who picks which movie the there's no link to the movies as such we've just got a massive long list haven't we we've got or, a big or isn't there oh well, well there might be something that you know that i don't mm. um so anyway uh you picked the Golden Child, and yes. uh, so my pick was, um, well, it's got multiple names, hasn't it? <laughs> it has, yeah. It, I'm trying to think of a comparison, but I can't think of one. Well, it just so happens that, because I was thinking about this, um, that I've not known a film with so many names as this one. <laughs> no. I have to, but then when we did Blue Jean Cop, that was also oh. known as shit. What was that called? Um Oh, you get. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, mm, shit. Uh, Shakedown. That's, that'll do, yeah. Also, Dark, uh, Dark Angel, that had another name. Dark Angel, I Come in Peace. That's yeah. another one, yeah. Um, there's been a few sort of like ones, obviously, um, the, the ones that I, you know, tend to know of that get changed are sort of for American audiences. So there was yeah. the, the most famous one, obviously, being Harry Potter, I guess, and the um, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, which it changed to the Wizard's Sleeve, wasn't it? 
<laughs> the wizard's pocket, yes. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, and then there was uh, license revoked, which was um, changed to license to kill, I think. Or or was that rumored? I can't remember. Or was that kind of like the the the, the title that they were going to do? Um, I'm sure, but license to kill makes sense. Yeah, license to kill definitely. I mean, license revoked. Um, like a driving thing. He's had a driving ban. It, it definitely since it sounds like that sounds like a bit of a shitty bond film i yeah. have to say where whereas you know license to kill it's like fucking you know what's wrong with that but still anyway um so those are the ones i was there's got to be lots and lots but i have to say um that i've not known having sort of looked into this i knew it was a couple maybe it goes by a couple of names but i had yeah. no idea how many names i mean in in total um we got one, two, three, four, five names this film has gone by. I mean, what what did you know it as? In different countries and territories. Well, I actually should bloody tell people what the film is. Um, oh, it is. No, fuck it. Don't bother. <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> so this uh, this is from 1990, uh, released in 1990, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. There is a reason why I picked uh, Leon as well, which links back to uh, another podcast that we, you were on, uh, and I'll explain that in a second. But yeah, from 1990 with Jean-Claude Van Damme, and it is, as I know it, when I was a kid, AWOL, which stands for Absent Without Leave. Yeah, um, which is technically incorrect, but yes. Is it? I think it's Absence Without Official Leave or oh. something like that. Oh right, okay. I, mean, I could be wrong. That I might have just the O does doesn't the W O doesn't stand for without. Apparently, it's two separate uh, words. Well, might be official. Or, mm. yeah, mm. I don't know. Um, so I, I knew it as AWOL when I was yeah. a kid, um, and then as I grew up, and you know, uh, either DVDs started to come about, or uh, you know, access to the internet, or maybe I saw it in a magazine somewhere. Uh, I knew it was called Lionheart. Um, and I think that might be the American title for it. Mm. Uh, because, again, when we get to the trailers, um, the, the tone in, the, in the, the trailers is quite drastic. And I One think of them is just a lie. It, yeah. It, it, it's, <laughs> it, we'll, get, we'll get to that when we get yeah. to the trailers. But so it's also known as Lionheart. Yeah, um, makes sense. And uh, yes, because uh, in the film, uh, the character Jean-Claude Van Damme plays is uh, is called Leon, uh, Leon Gautier. Um, and uh, he um, is called Lionheart. Well, that's the nickname that they kind of come up for when he starts to get into his uh, his fighting and whatever. Um, also known as Full Contact. Yeah, lazy. Which is a fairly generic kind of, you know, yeah. martial You could have just called it man fighting. Yeah, it's pretty pretty lame, I have to say. Um, also known as Leon. Which makes uh, no sense because that's not his name. No, uh, but talking about movies that have got multiple names in different territories. So Leon with uh, Luke Besson, oh, but directed by Luke Besson, uh, starring yes. John Reno. Uh, known as Leon in this country, but known as The Professional in America, which I prefer Leon personally. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. Um, and then also known as Wrong Bet, which <laughs> <laughs> is, you know, fair enough. I mean, he does actually say in the film uh, at some point, Wrong Bet. Yeah. But kind um, of, sort of spoilery. It, it, yeah. Um, like and, calling Titanic, Jack dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, out of all of them, which one do you 
like the sound of, or which do you, do you prefer? Uh, well, I like AWOL because it's what I know, but Lion AWOL or Lionheart? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know it is AWOL, so Lionheart is Lionheart probably the better name overall. Right. Because, you know, it's about him. AWOL is about a thing that he does, but it's the name I know, so it's the name I prefer. Yeah, so it would it would have been the name that I watched. It would have been a rental for me as a kid, um, growing up watching Van Damme movies from, well, I think the first one I, I ever watched was Bloodsport. What was the first Van Damme movie you watched? Uh, first one I saw him in, I think, was No Retreat, No Surrender. Oh, yes. Um, and then I saw Bloodsport. I think I may have borrowed that from someone. And I saw AWOL on television, I think. So it was a wonderfully dubbed ITV special. Was it? Oh, yes. can, can you remember any of the cuts that they uh, would have implemented? I'm pretty sure. Well, it, mainly there's a lot of Joshua, which was dubbed. Uh, uh, oh, it tends yeah. to swear the most. I'm sure Motherfucker was replaced by 2-Bit Jive Turkey at some point. <laughs> <laughs> It, and also, you know, in a voice that has got nothing to do with the voice that comes from his real mouth. It's a bit of a yeah. racial stereotype, I guess. But, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> he's like, what you got them doing, you goddamn jive turkey? And uh, that's his normal voice. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love the old, I love the old TV edits with their uh, rubbish voices and awful, um, awful dubbing. Brilliant. Yes. Um so, yeah, he would have been a rental for me. Like I said, I, I, I've forgotten all about No Retreat, No Surrender. Um, you should have. You did a bloody podcast on it, didn't you? Did, no, no. Did you not? I don't believe I did. Um, I, there was a – I can't remember. Oh, God. It's not – it doesn't it, – oh, it's it's finished now, the podcast has. But I can't remember what it was called. But Ben put me onto it. And it was two American guys and they did a sort of podcast on it. I'm sure I, did, I don't remember doing one on No Retreat No Surrender. I thought, I thought you had. That's why I never added it to the list because I thought you'd done it. So I thought we won't go there then. No, no. And I haven't seen that for frigging no. years. So that could you add it to the list. Mm, why not? Um, but this kind of circles back to, oh, what's your favourite Van, Van Damme movie? I've still got a soft spot for Bloodsport. Yeah, I, think. I love that. I love that. I've yeah. seen it. He's done some duffers. Like when I was when I was young, people were raving about Cyborg, and when I watched that, it was a I didn't like it. But then you know, I haven't seen that for decades, so that could be one mm. that might be worth a go. And um, Double Impact, I remember that. Universal Soldier was a letdown because I I'd read the novelization in Cyprus about twenty times before I got to see the film. Blimey. Um, <laughs> When I saw the film, it was a bit of a letdown compared. <laughs> How can Universal Soldier be a letdown compared to the novel? <laughs> <laughs> that great piece of literature, yes. Oh, no, no it's good. I had, th- I had three film books on the go at the time. Well, I had four books. One was about serial killers, oh, you know, you know, that age. Uh, yeah. I read that, Universal Soldier, the novelization of Jaws the Revenge and Karate Kid Part 3. Wow. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one of the, the I remember uh, reading the novelization of um, a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, the the Dream Warriors. Ooh, um, oh, you just reminded me. I think I think I read the same thing, and I also had uh, Freddy's Seven Nightmares or something. There was there's like an anthology book all about yeah. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird one that because I, I watched I think a Nightmare on Elm Street came out in I'm sure it was 1984. Um, yeah. And I watched it on VHS when I was very young and it yeah. gave me nightmares, uh, really, really bad nightmares. Um, 
but it could i know switching topics slightly but it, that book and maybe that film itself kind of helped cure me of my fear of freddy krueger because yeah. the first film he's genuinely quite scary you know i think it's it's a brilliant brilliant movie um then the second film uh has got some it's still kind of follows on in that vein of you know scary yeah um, i'd like to rewatch the second one i haven't seen that for a long time you know, I, I yeah it's, it's a bit brave in some respects yeah and then the third one um it kind of made it a bit more fantasy and i think that's when the sort of the uh you know the uh, uh, the quips, you know, yeah. and, and and all the sort of like the shenanigans came in from Freddy, and then the fourth and fifth, and then you know, and what uh, what was it? Uh, the final nightmare was it? Yeah, uh, that was. They, they were all kind of just like, you know, a bit shit, really. Yeah, and then, well, they they turned a, they turned an evil child paedophile into a cartoon character. Yeah, who but you then, kind of rooted for. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You wanted him to kill them in in funny yeah. and inventive ways. So in twenty uh, years' time, there'll be an animated Jimmy Savile cartoon series where uh, he's the hero. <laughs> uh, but then New Nightmare was genuinely good and yeah. uh, and forward thinking. I think you know, in terms of the the sort of the film within a film and all that kind yeah. of stuff. That was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think. As what what were in it after that? The the oh, remake. Freddy versus Jason. Oh, Freddy versus Jason. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. For I've never reason. seen the remake. I know it's popped up on Netflix, and I. Just, mm. Not great, if I'm honest yeah. with you. I saw that at the cinema and was pretty let down by it. But uh, anyway, this isn't fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. No, this we've, is, uh, we've we've veered off off track quite a lot there, as we as we tend to do. But mm. I was uh, asking about your favourite Van Damme because again, Van Damme's had a bit of an up and down career. I mean, yeah sort of like you know late 80s early 90s to you know mid 90s pretty good but then it sort of dropped off a little bit and then he started to do a lot of director video shit didn't he really yeah. and uh i suppose he had a little bit of a resurgence uh with expendables 2 um and but he's he has done a fair bit of you know guff yeah well the, the cinema landed land cinema scope scape had changed and it because it was more about blockbusters and that there wasn't as not as much room for a cheaply made kung fu film to be in the cinema for like a month if or like a week or two weeks because they were all yeah. in the cinema weren't they back in the day but now now it's just like your big films came in and uh yeah not really much room for your your, your budget films like that mm. but early um like van damme i i I still get a kick out of. I still enjoy, you know. But maybe mm. if I tell you what my favourite is, it might give away what I think about the film. But um, you know, I, I do, you know, I, well, I, think I like just giving it away, hasn't it? <laughs> that's it hardly that's, fucking cryptic. <laughs> that's, uh, no, no, but that's as bad as me saying, "Oh, uh, wrong bet." You know, that's yeah. the, that's my equivalent of wrong bet. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's um, so. The reason why I picked this was because I'd listened to you and Alan, and I think it was Ben, pretty sure yeah, it was Ben, um, on the, the Rant Show, which is another 60 Minutes with uh, show, um, another one, because uh, we do like a million. Um, and you had a question that Alan posed to, to all of you, and uh, it was, yes. would you rather, would you rather have uh, Steven Seagal, uh, or would you rather have uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? It's something pretty much like that. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and you and Ben picked Van Damme, whereas Alan picked Seagal. Yeah. Um, I would have gone with you and Ben, to be honest with you, uh, all any day of the week. Um, yeah, if it, to me, it wasn't really. You know, I know it's would you rather. It was like, well, that was the most obvious one, I think. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Seagal's, uh, he's done a couple of decent movies, but he's uh, he's pretty 
one note, I think. And, yeah. I, you know, I don't think his films are great. He's, you know, you can think of what like, you said, like Hard to Kill, Marked for Death, um, Under Siege. Yeah. You know, that those are pretty much Nico. I think yeah. Nico's got a different name as well. Which I think it might do, but I don't know what it is. Escapes me. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah. So... Where am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why you chose it? I know. That was, yeah. yeah. So when was the last time that you watched Leon? Because I know that you were close to picking it uh, before you picked the Golden Child as well. Yes. So. I, 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 I've probably seen it once since I first saw it. Um, but that would have been pretty near to that as well. Um, so I haven't, I haven't seen it for... I'm going to hazard a guess... Uh, probably 17 years or so. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so uh, I suppose I might give it away now to a certain degree. I have watched this dozens of times. Like, you know, it, it would, but it would have been one that I, I don't remember owning it on VHS, although I probably would have done at some point. Um, but it it was either recorded from sky or you know the video shop it was a it was a multiple rental um yeah. you know it would have been ones because I, I don't know if you you did that but i did like you know because you you generally only kept the videos for one night didn't you yeah. one, one day um and um because i never went to blockbuster we didn't have a blockbuster close to us and i think you could rent them for like the weekend but we never did that it was always like a day rental kind of, and you know you'd take it back but yeah, ours, ours had to be in by 11 o'clock the next day Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I always, uh, I would have multiple rentals, and you know, the, the films like Die Hard, Lethal Weapon Two, um, Van Damme movies, they they just get like you know, I'd spend an hour standing at the shelves looking to see what what shall I rent tonight, and yeah. end up fucking renting AWOL again for the tenth time, or <laughs> yeah. you know, or, or something like that. So um, he made he, the video shop owner definitely made his money out of me, yeah. um, you know. So, uh, yes, and it's one of those that I I can't remember the last time I watched it, but I know it wasn't that long ago. And the thing is, because I've watched it a lot, I can picture every scene. Do you know what I mean? I, I can sort of like, I know what's coming and, and it's it's fresh in my mind, even though I can't remember the last time I watched it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, um, I, I, had, I had a vague memory of the plot and certain bits of it. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, yeah, there's pl- plenty of meat that I couldn't remember at mm-hmm. all or forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, so directed by uh, Sheldon Lettich. Is that how you'd pronounce his name? That's yeah, that was my guess. Sheldon Lettich. <laughs> um, who he's worked with Van Damme um, on a few occasions, either as writer or director. Yeah. Uh, so he directed AWOL and then he directed Double Impact. Um, and then uh, the hardcore, which I've never seen. That's another. No, I've never seen that one. The order, I think that's another Van Damme movie. Never seen that one. Um, but yeah, so he's worked with Van Damme, you know, in the past. So they must get yeah. on, you know. You would have thought. Um, yeah. And I didn't realise until I watched this um, last night is that Van Damme had a hand in the story as well. Did he? Yeah, and I think he also had a hand in Bloodsport. So you know, um, 
but I don't know whether people do people think Van Damme's a bit thick or like you know like or you know because pe- people have this idea that people like Arnie and Sly and action stars in general they're a bit thick aren't they because they just do mm. action whereas you know uh, that's not the case is it you know um, no. so, I mean but, he's, he's not writing the most complex stories ever you know ever put to to paper no but they you know good but, enough better than I yeah. could do <laughs> No, I'm sure you could do something with a bit more complexity, but they suit they suit the film they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and also so starring Van Damme, um, Harrison Page, who um, plays Joshua, uh, the the friend, sort of stroke manager, trainer, whatever you want to call him, hustler, uh, who um, con man, con man, con man, stroke best friend. That's it. That's a another good way of, uh i remember him from a tv show uh in the the late 80s i don't know if you used to watch it, it used to be on late night on um itv called sledgehammer have you ever watched that <laughs> no i've never i've never oh, seen that no you, yeah you definitely need to check out sledgehammer it's fucking awesome um it's stars david Raish, who it's basically he's like a ripoff of um dirty harry but it's like a funny piss take he talks to his gun you know and he it's it's just it's funny and so as as is typical with um you know cop shows and stuff there's a black captain who shouts a lot and um harrison page plays captain trunk and he basically just shouts he goes hammer and that's pretty you know that's kind of you know that's what i know him from anyway um uh then here you go oh, some of the others like people who uh the person who plays cynthia never seen her in anything no nope. um uh, the person who plays helen gaultier gaultier uh never seen her in anything i don't think um brian thompson he's you know well-known b-movie fodder i think I never knew never knew his name i just wrote him down as x-files man but yeah, ah, he's, he's right. been in everything hasn't he he's um he's got a recognizable face because it's such a weird shape it is yeah so uh he's been in tons of stuff he was yeah. um the night slasher in cobra for with sly mm. uh and uh he's been in tons and tons of things yeah. uh fright night 2 which i think we established you haven't seen mm. um uh, so he's in that and he, yeah he's just in tons and tons of stuff now this one was an, an eye-opener for me i uh, think i know what you're gonna say because i may have just clicked on it because i haven't read this yet Are you talk about ashley johnson yes yeah, so, yeah. A- ashley johnson who plays the little girl uh the daughter of uh helen and niece of uh jean-claude van damme um he's played by an actress called ashley johnson who knew never knew this and when i found it out kind of blew my mind so um as people who listen to the abc of gaming know we obviously you know we're massive video gamers and uh, have been playing video games for years and years and years so we played the last of us i think we all loved it and uh there's a character in it called ellie who's what would you say is she 15 so like she's a teenager anyway yeah. isn't she so and ashley johnson does the voice of ellie yeah and it was only until I didn't know that when I played the video game and I started to look at IMDb, probably for The Last of Us. I was like, oh, Ashley Johnson, what's she done? Uh, she's quite fit. And then, uh, you know, started scrolling yeah. down. I've just realised all of this. Hey, a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's brilliant. So has that kind of blown your mind a little bit as well? A little bit, yeah. 
because this little girl. The first thing I wrote down was she looks like Art Garfunkel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she has got quite a curly fro going on, hasn't she? Yes. Kind of this like little curly, uh, this little cute little girl uh, with curly hair. Um, Yeah. then uh, anyway, I suppose other recognisable people, I guess, uh, in the cast. You got Michael, uh, or is it Michelle Kesey? I think it's Michael, um, who uh, long time Van Damme collaborator. Uh, but again, uh, he played Tong Po in Kickboxer. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So, um, but again, because in Kickboxer he's quite heavily made up. Um, I, I I don't know if it's to make him look um, like Indonesian or whatever, but yeah. he, he he's, he's you wouldn't have known that necessarily, I guess, just by looking at him in um, a wall and then Hold looking on, at who's this. So this is the guy, one of the legionnaires who goes to chase after him, not the one with the the little tash, but the is he is that him? Yes. That's I've blown your mind twice, haven't I? There you go. Yeah, because I put him down as rock. Oh, we'll get to that, but I had a really weird reference to what who I thought he looked like. But <laughs> there you go. I um, did not know that was him. Well, there you go. See, you know, my my brain is falling out of my face. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I'm tempted to put in two trailers here, um, because as I say, there's one trailer which is for Lionheart, and I should also say before I forget that. And I'm a bit annoyed about this because I watched this on Amazon Prime last night. Yes. Um, it's under the title of Lionheart. Yeah. Well, what, they seem to be phasing out AWOL. And I'm like, well, that's you can't do that because no, it's that's what I know it as. <laughs> that's what I know it as. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be forever lost in time. You know, it's, I mean, it, it, that, that was what it was released as in the UK. So just keep it to what it was and have Lionheart as the title in America or whatever. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know well, why they that. fucking got rid of our marathon and opal fruits, didn't they? So they get rid of our AWOL next. Yeah, I know. It's shocking, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so I was a bit annoyed about that. But anyway, when I, I typed in to uh, YouTube, you know, um, AWOL trailer, it then took me to the Lionheart trailer, mm. which, well, let's have a let's have a play of it and have a listen, yeah. and then people can make their mind up, and then perhaps we can have a little chat about that trailer, and then we can play the next trailer. So yeah. anyway, here is the trailer for Lionheart, which is on YouTube. <laughs> they think they can get away with murder. This is gasoline. But they didn't count on one thing. Does he have any other relatives? Anyone else that could possibly help? Who gave up your family when you joined the Legion? I never gave up my family. He's trained to fight for his life. Now, he's fighting for revenge. Just tell him Joshua's here with someone I think she'd like to meet. Sure, you want to mess up that face, Hansel? They think it's a game. Hey, I got three to one against Lionheart. He's playing for keeps. But now, he's facing the ultimate challenge. That's him, a born killer. Not some bum we picked off the street. 
Okay, so that was that. That was the trailer for Lionheart. Now you mentioned earlier on that it's a total fucking lie, pretty yeah. much. Uh, so why is it? What? What's? What's? Why is it different? Well, the first thing. Well, first thing it does is uh, it mentions a murder, yeah. and it pin it seems to be pinning that onto Cynthia, who has nothing to do with it. Cynthia and, and Russell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It also says that his main um, his main motivation is revenge. Yeah. Yet there's a quote from the director saying about the character, it's different because he's not motiva- motivated by revenge. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his motivation yes. at all in the slightest. Yeah. So, yeah, that did rub me up the wrong way. Yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, the, the whole tone of it is so wildly off yeah. what the film is like. It's um, like, oh, it's going to be Van Damme versus some big evil corporation and revenge about something and stuff. And it's it's none of that. No, it's not at all. And it, and no. so that, I think that's the first time because I, I watched it and I was thinking because trying to find stuff on you know this film is not not the easiest because of the multiple names and yeah. because Lionheart seems to be you know sort of worming its way into the priority of what this film is actually called, which is again we've established is annoying. Um, it seems to be sort of like forgetting all the other stuff. So I thought this wouldn't have been the trailer that I would have watched when I was a kid. There's, there's no way that I, cause I, I don't remember this at all. Um, so I did go on a little kind of, um, research project searching for the different trailers there there are and so there are multiple trailers for the different names like Leon in, and I think that one's in French or German there's yeah. one for, you know, uh, full contact and i mean they're quite funny obviously hearing you know, yeah john club van damme <laughs> and Don't some bet. of the um yeah. some of the uh voices used to dub are brilliant yes um but then the Josh, one joshua was suddenly like german white and blonde <laughs> sounding uh well some would argue that's what they wanted to achieve but still um yeah. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then i did find one for awol now so as it turns out that all, all those trailers for a a wall full contact Leon wrong bet, um, they are all the same, but you know, they're all in different languages. But so I think it's a good point place here now to put the trailer in for a wall. It's shorter. I think it's only like a minute long. Um, whereas the other ones are like two minutes long. Um, so, but yeah, this, this one suits the tone of the movie a lot better in my opinion. So anyway, we'll we'll play it now, and then people can sort of uh, make their minds up. For Leon, life has no mercy. I never give up my family. I need to see my brother. He needed you, and you weren't there. Just give me one week to get the money for them. One week. Your time was up in the desert. 
Ain't no rules here, man. Anything goes. That 5,000 won't go as far as he thinks. Check it out, Dorothy. We ain't in Kansas no more. I like the way you fought the other night. Well, you better know. There's no rules. <laughs> Anything is possible. There is no choice. He must go. A. W. O. L. A. Wall. Van Damme is absent without leave. A. Wall. Coming soon to a theater near you. So there you go. That was that. That was the trailer for A. Wall, which. I think suits the tone of the movie yeah. a lot better, doesn't it? I've also, I, this is this is this is cracking podcasting because I'm going to be talking about posters. Um, the posters, all of the posters, yeah, yes, they've all got Van Dam front and central. The Van Dam, like like on the Lionheart poster, is that a different Van? I don't mean a different human being, but that that's not him in this film, is it? Uh, is that the one where he's doing the splits on a? Well, rail there's, a... yeah there's that one but the one on like if you go on the imdb thing um it's the one where he's just posing at the camera because he seems to be doesn't seem to be wearing clothes to do with the film and i'm pretty sure his hair's longer it, um... looks, it looks more like a, it looks more like something from like black eagle or whatever it was called it doesn't look like a shot of the film oh god i don't always but you know, just, no. I don't know there's some good ones here. I just looked at the one of on of Leon, which is a cartoon version of Van Damme, which is quite <laughs> funny. Um, and also his hair is like slicked back, isn't it? Yeah. It's sort of like it looks like what he looked like in um, No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah, like, he looks like a baddie. Yeah, um, he definitely does. The it, I mean, it's just it is just bizarre, sort of like looking at all of the the different names of these on these posters um was, was, was this because when they, when they sold the film to different territories they hadn't decided on a name so they let each territory just name it what the fuck they wanted pretty much i think that 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 was it yeah and so that that you know they they kind of all thought well Lionheart's a bit bit of a shitty name isn't yeah. it so let's call it something a bit more exciting like wrong bet <laughs> <laughs> um you know, but still, never mind. Uh, but but there you are. Um, I'm just looking. Shall we have a quick look at um, Metacritic? Ooh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a Metacritic for mm. this as well. Um, go on then. You take the the one of the top sort of like ones. Pick anyone you want. Okay. Well, the top one is the uh, San Francisco Chronicle at 75. Uh, it sort of drops off quite heavily from there because it averages. A score forty one overall. Mm. Bit, Harsh. Mm. Uh, so the San Francisco Chronicle uh, says, "I found myself enjoying Airwall, uh, mostly because Van Dam uh, is appealing and easy to root for. I like the steady, oddly uh, unjudgmental look that crosses his face when he's about to beat someone to a pulp." Mm. You may have noticed um, I um, dubbed out Lionheart there for Airwall. Very good. Uh, you, you could have added the, the the jive turkey or something like that as oh, well. I could. Uh, I, could um, I should point as well that on uh, IMDb, out of thirty one thousand six hundred and seventy six people, um, AWOL has a six point two out of ten. That's not bad, is it? Not at all. 
think that's a lot better than some of the ones that we've watched. Yeah. Um, here we go. Right, so this one is going to be a me- medium one. So this is the Washington Post. Uh, unless you're a Van Damme or martial arts fanatic, you're more likely to be thinking, no mercy. As in the French. <laughs> See what they've done there. That's quite clever. Actually, that's annoying. Oh, it is. Fucker. It is frustratingly okay, that. Damn them. Right. Uh, do we pick a, bu- a bum one? Yeah, one of the shitty ones. 25. Uh, that's the Chicago Tribune. 25. Uh, they say uh, Van Damme himself, a graduate of the Blank Stare School of Acting, is so without emotional inflection on the screen that his most affecting moment in the film, if one is to judge from a preview audience's reaction, <laughs> uh, is when he drops a bathrobe for a couple of seconds of magnificent gluteal exposure. Oof. Well, uh, we knew it, what Joe Hanna was uh, most impressed with. On yeah. That. Um, dry. I think that's a bit harsh, to be honest with you. But we'll talk about that in a bit, in terms of, uh, you know... Without emotion. I think that's... But we'll we'll get into that. Um, how many pages of notes did you happen to write on this film? Just out of interest. <laughs> because we do this every time. <laughs> I just like to... I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's become a bit of a tradition now for me, anyway. Eight. Eight pages. Fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> oh, what size paper? It's um, it's not. It's what's the half? What's a the, the half of A four? Is it A five? Yeah. yeah. So mine, mine's A four. So oh, oh, there we go. Yeah, we, we did exactly the same, didn't we? Pretty much. I was going to say sixteen pages of A four. That's longer than the script. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, and then again, it's it's going to be that game of I wrote this uh, sort of like. Have you ever seen those films or there's a, you know, that they sort of like ask people to just do that absent mind and minding, fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> absent minded doodling or whatever. And, and there comes this work of genius kind of or something, you know, there's, there's, uh, you just kind of just end up, you know, they say to people, I'll oh, just, just. Uh, just scribble absent-mindedly scribble and, and oh, so I'm a, I'm a doodler anyway so yeah. yeah so i did this in the dark last night so again we're play we're playing the game of um what the fuck did i write um so we're about to find out aren't we um so as is old tradition i have to take my glasses off well i was i was on a, i was on a call the other day which was apparently quite important for work and uh while on that call i drew a cartoon homeless dog holding <laughs> a sign with the word muff on it <laughs> What? Why was he? How? How did you make him homeless? Just out of interest. Um, he just looked a bit scruffy and had a worn hat on. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and was a bit dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, so this opens up um with a drug deal. Um, yes, which as a, every film of the age does. Yes. Drug deal and saxophone music. It's a fairly decent start. It is, yes. Drug deal, which um, we don't know at the time, but this is um, Jean-Claude Van Damme's brother. Mm. Uh, and he is on his own. Pretty, He's surrounded by a load of shady dudes. And um, they give him a bit of a, a hit of what looks to we'd imagine is cocaine. I think yeah. that's fair to say. He snorts it. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's not an actor, is he, this fella? And not really. Also, why does he crouch? 
like he kind of he they, they both crouch they're out they're out in the, the this kind of waste land under a bridge yeah um the sensible place to have a drug deal especially when you're surrounded by several people you're on your own so you thought i'll put myself in a really defenseless position yes and, and he crouches on the floor and yeah. um then the other guy he has a snort of this stuff uh discovers that it's actually sugar yeah uh, this is sugar sugar what's this bullshit yeah um and um they brutally set him on fire <laughs> i'll be honest seemed a bit harsh <laughs> it was a little bit um i think there's a backstory there we don't know about because they were I mean, I assume they are drug dealers. Yes. So if you have a prospective buyer of said drugs, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not big in the drug trade, mm. but I think the usual thing is what you do is you sell the drugs and receive money. Now, if, if, you're, if your business plan is to everyone who wants to buy your drugs, that you lie to them and set them on fire, that's not a very good business plan. You will find yourself out of business fairly quickly due to profit margins. That's a good point because I actually you've just made it a very good point because I don't remember any money being exchanged or hand uh, you know any anything like that happening. No. So they said like pretty it. much yeah it's pretty much like uh, you know come down to the you know the underpass and well you can sniff a bit of cocaine um, yeah. and they're up they're sort of you can imagine them setting this up they're sort of like you know sort of sniggering to each other you know yeah. uh, sort of like fucking <laughs> hell we've got a right one here yeah. this right dopey French prick um, and uh, you know we'll pretend it's cocaine but actually it's sugar and then we'll set fire to him yeah what they were actually were they were a person setting on fire company but you know under the fake holding of a drug dealing people mm. Yes, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so he gets the well, he gets burnt to shit, doesn't he? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and the unfire running man. Oh, I miss those. Yeah, the, I yeah. miss those. Those those stunts are always good, aren't they? Yeah, uh, especially when he bounces off a wall. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then um, you see he's in the hospital, and the makeup's pretty good. I think you yeah. know, you know, he, Suit- suitably crispy yet slimy. Yes, very convincingly burnt, I have to yeah. say. Um, not that I've seen many burned victims. I, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's your hobby as well, isn't it, setting fire to people? Uh, well, I'm tempted to. Now, actually, after watching this film, you know, I might tempt, you know, kind of uh, tempt a few people to come and have, sniff some pretend cocaine and then <laughs> set fire to them. Um, just as you're not big on the drug trade, I, I'm not big on witnessing burn victims. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should expand our horizons slightly. Yeah, I think um, so. So then you see uh, a woman, um, Mrs. Gautier or uh, Helen, 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 uh, Helen. She's there with a little girl and um, you find out that, she, you know, they've got no relatives or she says that it, they've got no relatives, yeah. that she's got no money because this uh, snooty little bitch nurse comes up and says, "Yo, when does your insurance, it's expired, all this bullshit and whatever. Um, and then. So the doctor asks, you know, have you got any other relatives? Anyone can help? And she says no. And they get up to walk. And you just hear um, Frenchie going, Leon, Leon, Leon. And she starts crying because obviously she she realises that she does have a relative, but she just doesn't want anything to do with him. And again, so it seems quite, you know, even initially, she seems quite a, a, you know, good person. She's married a, I don't know, a criminal. Yeah, there's de- well, there's definitely some backstory going on here. Hmm. Uh, that again, like you said, we didn't necessarily know about, but you, it's hinted at later on. Yeah. Um, which, 
when we, well, I suppose when we get to it, I, yeah. it, it, it's never made sense to me particularly. It's always sort of, it, it seems a bit glossed over uh, as such, but she blames um, Van Damme for, um, for, for, for lots of things, but we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. Um, and there's another reason why I'm annoyed at this, this particular version of the film, which you possibly won't have picked upon because if it was 17 years since you last watched it um you won't have remembered some of the scenes um but there are okay. some scenes, there are some scenes cut from this which were in ah, go on so I'll, well i'll talk to you about when we get to them um oh, so we were at one then no, <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm just teasing you um so um yeah then we go to the desert and van damme's all he's sweaty isn't he yeah he's he's uh this is this is part one of grunting masterclass. Yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah, he's hammering a post, but he grunts when he hits it with his hammer, and we lift the hammer. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah, yeah. very. Uh, and every time he's tensing, he's fully glistened and glistened up. There is a lot of sweaty Van Damme in the initial yeah. parts of this film, isn't there? Um, yeah. And you know, it, it, an opportunity for him to show off his muscles and his uh, his abs and his pecs and and later on his arse, which is a standard. <laughs> it's a staple, isn't it? Yeah, from old Van, Van standard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's knocking in some wood. Ugh. <laughs> 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 um, and then this legionnaire, sort of in a, a jeep, comes up to him, and um, this is weird because they're in the the f- foreign French Legion, aren't they? That's yeah. that's a fair to say. I got. I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Yeah, I, yeah. This is the, I, I was slightly confused by. I, I, maybe it was just me, but when you say French Legion, I assume that they're French. Yeah. So, and they're they're in Africa, I think. Yes. They. Yeah. Um, because no, I only it's picked that up. Certainly, in a minute, it is anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I picked that up from a lot of different references that are going on, not necessarily from the way it's explained. But then yeah. the soldiers, the the legionnaires, they seem to have a lot of different accents going on. They certainly do. So this particular legionnaire who's teasing him with this letter, he goes, Leo! And he sounds <laughs> fucking Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he? I mean, you didn't, but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but he's, he does this kind of like... Uh, you know comedy a leon kind of yeah. thing but then he, he sounds australian and then uh van damme gets his knife out and um you think he stabbed him in the balls don't but he yeah. he just stabbed the knife uh the the envelope hasn't he weird thing that just got in my head straight away when i saw this was um is she's denying his existence mm. they get this letter out and they start sniffing it like they can smell perfume like it's what? a sex letter yeah, or but it isn't. It's a letter telling him about his brother being burnt to fucking hospital. <laughs> so why don't you go? Ah, your brother looks like a fucking twiglet. Oh, mm. there's a bit of perfume on that letter. Crinkle, mm. crinkle. Mm. Smells like minge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's wipe it on my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Just the edges down the slot. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, like swiping a credit card. <laughs> yeah, let's not lick the envelope. Let's find something else to moisten it with. Um, I've got anything. I've got anything. Uh, ooh, butter. Mm. <laughs> oh, or maybe um, they just kind of put it on the on 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 that burnt forehead and just kind of sealed it. 
sealed with your brother's burn scab. Because <laughs> oh, he was, like you said, he was quite glistening, wasn't he? But, he was, uh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, anyway, either, well, one of them is particularly revolting, but the other one isn't. <laughs> but anyway, for some reason, I mean, they're all blokes in the desert, aren't they? So maybe they're yeah. just looking for the desperate Freddy kind of hint that <laughs> there's a woman who uh, <laughs> done something. Um, but yeah, he sounds Australian. Um, and then Van Damme goes to the commanding officer who... very German. He sounds German. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finds out that the commanding officer actually knew about this a while ago, but refused to tell him, which, you know, he's a bit of a bastard for doing that, I think. Yeah. Fair to say. Uh, and also he won't release him um, because, and I quote, we might be at war with the bloody Vogs. Um, <laughs> the bloody Vogs. The, yeah. the, the Vogs. What? Vogs. And then, now, I've watched this a lot, you know, obviously when I was a kid, when there wouldn't have been sub- subtitles. Um, and I think, obviously, I picked it up as I've watched it over the years and stuff like that. But I never quite understood, like, as I, I do now, because there's subtitles. But that's what he says. We, yeah. I'll say it properly. Um, we could be at war with the bloody wogs, which, you know. Why? He's, he's a... He's a <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he's made that comment particularly. Um it's a bit of an odd one to do. Yeah, it's hinting at a, at a, some sort of um, like Zulu, yeah. Zulu kind of uh, you know um, attack that, that's oh, going to happen. Escalating conflict that's not based on real life at at the time in 1990. Yeah, that you know, I mean, that it's not like Michael Caine's going to sort of turn up and going to yeah. be surrounded by uh, an army of Zulus. It was 1990, and Cameroon were quite good in the World Cup that year. Maybe he was worried about Cameroon knocking Germany out. Oh, like oh yeah, Roger Miller kind of and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Van Dam, you know, because he he basically says, "I don't give a shit about your brother," um, and um, you know, it's you don't. Uh, was it something like you know, you belong to me, not your family? And Van Dam yeah. goes, "I never, I'll never give up my family," um, and. Uh, he then calls his commanding officer an asshole. Um, he doesn't like that, does he? No, he gets pissed off at that. And then uh, one of, well, then they're all debating, aren't they? Well, what's the worst punishment that we can give him? So let's lock him up in the sweat box because yeah. he's not sweaty enough, is he? No. Um, we need to make him sweat even more. Um, but then, so the, the this isn't Michael Kesey, who uh, we'll talk about later on. You know, mm. he, he's a he's a dick, but he's not as big a dick as these other sort of like legionnaire mate is he yeah well at the time i had them down as mis- little mustache man because I, I didn't catch the character's name in fact i only caught it because of subtitles yeah and uh the other one yeah uh think me bob duda who you said yeah i called him robert porter because he looks a bit like a grown-up version of a bloke who i went to school with who i last saw when i was 15 <laughs> oh god had the same you know that skin, he had a weird kind of skin colour to him, a bit like the walls of um, the walls of a like a staff canteen when people are allowed to smoke in it. Okay. Like you know, tobacco beige. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He, he put, put a goatee beard on him. He looks like Robert Porter. Yes. Um, so the one of them is called Mustafa. Yes. Um, what's the other one called? I can't uh, take a. My- Warthog? No, Varhog. <laughs> Warhog? Hold on, let me find it. Let me find it. I've got it down here. It's right near the end somewhere. Oh. Sorry, I've taken my glasses off and I can't find uh, them. Oh, shit, where is it? <laughs> oh, my God, my writing gets 
fucking awful again. Uh, Hartog. Hartog. There yes. you go. He was close to Warthog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vartog. Hello, Vartog. Vartog. Um, so, anyway, Vartog gives him a right fucking slap over the back of the head, doesn't he? <laughs> Proper. So, like, clip around the years we used to get when we were young, not like these fucking youngsters these days. You can't even fart in their face without them seeing <laughs> Yeah, I see. I fart around my kids all the time, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but not into their mouths. No, not necessarily into their mouths. I will back my ass up like towards them, and then kind of threaten them <laughs> like I'm gonna. <laughs> Even when I'm not going to fart, I'll still kind of like back my ass up to them and, and pretend like I'm going to, <laughs> and then they'll run, run off. <laughs> and uh, oh god, early, even earlier on, because uh, I I was doing some particularly smelly parts <laughs> and my youngest daughter came in and <laughs> sat by me and it just doesn't let one go <laughs> and, uh, and then like she's sort of like this fart must have hit her nostrils <laughs> and she got up and ran off and like daddy <laughs> hilarious thing is though i remember my dad no this might you might class this as child abuse but um <laughs> he used to fart in his hand and cup it over my mouth which <laughs> <laughs> which looking back is is not i wouldn't necessarily do that because that could be you know you can get like stink eye or whatever is is it what's the thing that you can get you know horrible shit anyway because it's like shit particles on your hands yeah. then isn't it That's essentially yeah he was reality uh, forcing his poo up your nose and in your mouth <laughs> oh god or he'd fart you know if i was when i was a particularly young kid he'd I'd get into their bed he'd fart in the bed and then put the covers over my head um yes. yeah, we've, all been, we've all been there Oh God! Anyway, what? What? Get after that? Because um, I, I think I basically just said he slaps you around the head. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. That, yeah, so that, that, I can't remember how we got to that, but never mind. So, anyway, anyway, that's, but uh, anyway, so this is where the escape starts. Anyway, because mm. Van Dam knows that he's fucked. He's pretty much in the. He's going to end up in the sweat box, getting sweatier, and uh, he's never going to get to see his brother at this point because um, he's only got six months left uh, in the Legion, and because he gets told, doesn't he? You know, don't make it six years. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's strictly legal, but still. It seems a bit harsh, doesn't it? Oh, you, you've done something wrong. There you go. You've got another five and a half years for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, it's more like a prison camp than a fucking, you know, army thing, isn't it, really? I, I guess. But uh, So he escapes and um, as a, there's a bit of a dust up here. Yeah. Uh, that, dust in the eye, knife in the hand. Yeah, so, well, that poor, poor bloke, he's just lifting some fucking crates. And uh, yeah. this, this you know, assault's going on behind him. And he thinks, oh, well, I don't know what's going on, but clearly something's bad's happening. So I'll I'll try and help out. And then he gets a knife in the hand for his trouble. Yes. Doesn't he? Um, so, yeah, and then he escapes, um, you know, in a jeep. He gives old, old Hartog <laughs> a, a couple of your elbows in the face, yeah. doesn't he? And, he drives um, off, and then then Hartog and Mustafa they get in a jeep, and I was thinking, oh, here we go, jeep chase, and then the next shot's showing them coming back. Going, no, I couldn't find him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of shit shit soldiers, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, he must have run out of petrol or whatever, because then you know the, the commanding officer who so you know 
it was an asshole. Uh, he says, well, he'll he'll never make it. And, uh, you know, but go to the go to the port, the harbour, just in case. Um, and, you know, you see uh, Van Damme running across uh, the desert. Well, you, you, this is where you see one of the, you know you see one of the great bits of Van Damme. Act. I love the Van Damme. I'm struggling wobbly walk. Stumble, yeah. yes. Yeah. Stumble and his drunk are brilliant. Yeah, he does because he does. It's sort of like his legs are about to go from underneath yeah. him. He always does that. That's one of his little trademarks. Isn't and it? this is the first time in about fifty times in this film you'll see he's cold. Uh yes. Very, very cold in this film is is uh, yeah. is old Leon. Yeah, well, he, he's probably he's been in the desert, hasn't he? You know, he's been yeah. sweating, and so probably even like a slight drop in the temperature uh, by one degree, and he's like fucking freezing, isn't he? Probably. Um, so yeah. Anyway, he's he's running across the desert, and uh, um, the, the so this was something else. The, the commanding officer, he also it's all right. Well, the desert will either get him or the wogs will. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're always out hunting for people. Oh god! They're, I mean, he makes sells them sort of like the fucking sand uh, Tuscan Raiders, <laughs> you know, from Star Wars or whatever. It's just, yeah. you just imagine these ban the Banthers are sort of like you know, kind of <laughs> patrolling this desert, and then these fucking Tuscan Raiders are about to have a pop at him. Yeah, and the staff uh, that are essentially stormtroopers looking for him. This is a remake of Star Wars, and you yeah. hope, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he manages to stow away on a ship, and um, I mean, he meets arseholes pretty much yeah. all all the way throughout the film. Aside from you know Joshua, and uh, he's he's apart, yeah, that's it. Yeah, apart from Joshua, pretty um, much. Uh, even his his um, uh, sister in laws are yeah. twat to him at one point, isn't she? And uh, so, and maybe his niece is nice to him, but uh, yeah, he, he meets arseholes throughout the film who just want to take advantage of him or um, beat him up. Um, so, but yeah, he manages to stow away on the ship and he's shoveling coal. Yes, another full grunt going on as well. Yeah, he grunts when he puts the shovel in the coal and then he grunts when he throws it in the thing as well. And he's got his top off, yes, and he's very buff, isn't he? Um, it's like he's been. It's like he's got a fucking mirror glaze, like a posh gato. <laughs> yeah, he's been basting himself. Next, next <laughs> I to bet the he fire. has. He's been on his own down there for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and also, he appears to have somehow got a brand new change of clothes. Yeah. Which he, he wears throughout the rest of the film. Yes. The first pair of, ooh, they're oh so high jeans. The jeans, yes. Uh, and the... the Flappy the je- shirt. The, yeah, the the jean the jean top or whatever it yeah. is, the denim shirt. Um, but yeah, he's sweaty Van Dam, and uh, the um, the captain's a, a like a prick. Um, and he, you know, he he says you're you're never going. Um, you're always going to be shoveling my coal, pretty much. Um, <laughs> What's it, to keep him as a slave, essentially. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and. So anyway, he goes outside, even though he's told not to go outside. Um, uh, and uh, he discovers that he's in America. Yeah. Um, uh, New York. Is I'm it, not being yeah. funny. That's a poxy little boat. That's done pretty well to get from Africa to New York. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad, done bad, is it? And also... No, that's a lot you of coal. Can, you can see... <laughs> Well, the way he was fucking shoveling it, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> Did it in two hours straight because he's so efficient. <laughs> and but then you, I mean, it's recognisable because you can see the the twin towers, can't you? Yes. Which uh, you know, it's 
always kind of uh, iconic scenes stuff something yeah. like that you know those two the buildings uh particularly now obviously um but yeah so but he wants to go to los angeles yeah. and he realizes that he's in new york and the ship's captain's like yeah well tough shit you know if you don't shovel my coal i'm gonna dob you in you know yeah. um which isn't how he says it because that would be interesting um but anyway so then he get he jumps out the off the ship um yep. well he, he he punches the captain yeah and then he and hangs him over the side of yeah, a hangs fake him over the hide in the swimming pool yeah because <laughs> when he says the last word he says to him you hear the reverb of his voice off it the echoes. swimming pool walls yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does, doesn't it <laughs> yeah. That does look a bit dodgy. Um, mm. But then the stuntman jumps in the water and yep. uh, then swims off to New York. Um, now, I think this was a bit, it was a, a cut scene. I wasn't entirely certain at first because you then see him sort of walking the streets, which is, as we established in Blue Jean Cop, there's full of cr- it was full of crack. <laughs> Shit off. <laughs> it's, New York is a fucking dump. Um it's and also, Bumsville. It, it's just full of homeless people, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, there's, yeah, there, there's one particular alley, and it's just fucking full of homeless people. Yeah. You know, littered with bums. There's there's tons of homeless people, um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a scene we actually see him climbing out the water and you know, kind of just walking towards that. But it, it seems to cut to that. I wasn't entirely sure about that, but what weird scene to cut that would be. Yeah. Um, and then um, he's also he's, like, he's also cold because he's, he's dry. Cold. But yes. oh, he's got his arms around his shoulders as he's walking through the you know, mountains of homeless. And you yes. know he's cold because he pulls the collar up on his little shirt. <laughs> yeah, <that> must have <laughs> must have made such a difference. <laughs> Which you think? Why? That's not going to make any difference whatsoever. What but he does. Him freezing, mate. Oh, that's better. Oh, that's so much better. It's like your dad saying, you know, when you were a kid, I'm, put, put a jumper on, you know, when you complain that you were cold. And then he cup his hand over your face. <laughs> so, that'll teach you, you little fucker, complain about being cold. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so then um, he's on the phone. He's got no money. He's got nothing, has he? And he's he trying to find... his understand how phones work, particularly. No, he's trying. He's trying to get hold of his sister, but this woman on the end of the phone says, "Unless I hear the coins drop, I'm not going to put yeah. you through or some shit like that." Um, I mean, that's they don't a bit have odd. reverse reverse charges. Um, I don't know, but how would he know her number either? Unless I, I don't know. Well, that's a fair point, actually, because he because he had he had the letter because mm-hmm. it, when he was in the ship, it cut to him. You know, covered in coal dust strategically on his face, reading the letter with a whimsical smile on his face. Mm, yes. Reading um, a letter about his brother being burnt almost to death with a whimsical smile on his face. Because actually, who sent that letter? Because it wouldn't have been her. It wouldn't have been... Would it have been the doctors? Would it have been the... How the doctor... Hang on, why would... Actually, it's a fucking good point. Because yeah, she don't want nothing to do with him. She's told the doctor he's got no... Rep- who the fuck did write to him? Yeah, so there you go. Who wrote that letter? That's a question. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to destroy. The, I don't want to, you know, pick holes in this. But it you, can pick, of... you can pick holes in things. It doesn't mean you don't like it. Yeah, okay, it's fair funny. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but um, so anyway, he can't get hold of her. 
and but then he hears this commotion and he starts seeing people fighting under a bridge yeah. um and this is where he he meets Joshua who's organizing well it's like bump fights isn't it pretty much yeah pretty uh, much which is people on their fucking lunch break who think, you know what, I'm going to have a little fight down, yeah. down there. Um, get myself a Greg sausage roll and I'll go and watch some homeless people beat fuck out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's people having a bit of a scrap. And uh, then Van Damme steps up and Joshua comes up with the name Lion. Yeah, because he goes, what do you mean, man? Well, whatever, in his accent, which, you know, that wasn't me mocking. That was just me <laughs> doing an impression of for character purposes yeah and he goes Leon Leon so they, yeah changes Leon to lion you know, yeah better. yeah King of the jungle yeah. there you go and uh, uh, uh this uh big black dude mm-hmm. um i in my notes i wrote another word but i'm not going to uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they finally fucking caught up with him didn't they you know he, he managed to escape them in the desert um but <laughs> <laughs> he's like you you won't get away from me you you know um your captain your commanding officer was right i'm i'm i've got you i'm after you <laughs> um apparently this bloke who's fighting is revered because everyone's like the camera's looking up at him so he looks massive even though he's not particularly big he's and, about the same uh, size isn't he pretty much you know he's, yeah, he's, he's pretty massive so. everyone moves out of his way he's like ooh, ooh, here he comes he's big man yeah uh, and um, Joshua's is the only one betting on on yeah. um, on on old Leon, um, which ironically is a nice little twist. I I thought this time round, having watched it again and sort of like I suppose you know analysing it to a certain degree, um, you know, in terms of what happens later yeah, on in the very film. True. Very no, true. Nobody bets on Leon because I mean you know he's an outsider. He looks scrawny in comparison to this big black dude um and they all think ah oh, well he's gonna get the shit beaten out of him um but it turns out that he doesn't and he well I say he beats him quite easily he doesn't get hit um he does well, a lot of yeah this this fearsome giant man basically is just a flailer just yeah. throws throws every punch from you know right behind his back and uh yeah do- doesn't know how to block anything or parry anything yeah uh, yeah so he just yeah, kick shit out of him quite easily. Just throws haymakers, doesn't he? Um, yeah. And but you get the the sense that you know, um, Van Dam doesn't really want to f- fight nastily or dirty, does he? No, because he goes to shake. He shakes his hand. Yeah, and he helps him up um, and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, well, you know, he's not an arsehole, is he? Really? I suppose well, he's just doing what he, he needs to do. Um, but then Joshua. He, he turns into a fucking limpet at this yeah, point. He, he, he sniffs a bit of money, dear, doesn't he? Yeah, he thinks that, well, I'm onto something here. I'm onto, you know. Uh, so he, he's following Van Damme all around the place and um, he, he, they're having lunch as well, but he cons him into buying his lunch yeah. for him. The great sandwich hustle. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you know, really clever. But the, and the other thing as well is that Van Damme, you never see him eat anything particularly in the film, or he eats a little bit of a sort of a, yeah. a wrap or something later on, but he never likes the look of the food at all, does he? Yeah. That sniffy little bastard. You think, well, he can't have been eating fucking, you know, French cuisine in the desert. He's <laughs> probably eating fucking scorpions and shit. Yes, so but he, he turns his nose upon uh, this burger, which I thought looked alright. To be fair, he shouldn't have as well because all Joshua had was a plain old looking sandwich made like of just 
Yeah, chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. yeah, something like that, didn't it? You know, it well, a a nice, he had a nice big roll burger. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> um, but then he he takes uh, Joshua takes Van Dam to this building, this posh building, uh, to go and visit the lady. Yes, the uh, lady. Mm, and there's this uh, there's another underground fight going on. Yeah, in a car park. Yes. Underground car park full of yuppie twat bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, they meet the lady who um, is played by uh, Deborah Renard, who, again, I've never seen her anything particularly, no. um, but she's Cynthia. I'm yeah. sure when I would have watched this when I was a kid, I would have knocked one out. Uh, <laughs> over I, I had her down as a budget Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> yes. Yes, because she's got short blonde hair, hasn't she? And yeah. um, she's a bit of a hard nosed bitch, isn't she? Yeah. She's pretty, pretty, uh, but she's flirty, but uh, with um, Van Damme, but he he's never, not he ne- interested. No, he no. never, he's never interested at all at this yeah. point. It's the start of a tragic love story in some respects. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, there's this, a slight hint that he may, well, there's a slight hint, but then there's a massive hint towards the end uh, that, you know, um, he's just fucking naive isn't he really yeah. and, and stupid um but anyway we'll talk about the scene where you think he there may be a burgeoning relationship starting but well we haven't got to that point yet but um yeah, anyway so um she's a bit flirty with him but he's not really that interested she gets a little bit pissed off with him yeah. um you know she likes a bit of attitude but at the same time she doesn't want him to take the piss yeah um, joshua uses his street vibes to do the talking yeah i have, to, you... I, I have to say with joshua i'm ashamed that i did need subtitle i mean i usually watch <laughs> subtitles anyway. i did need subtitles for some of his lines because it was i couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying sometimes mm, he did speak quite fast yeah and, i mean a lot of the words end up with motherfucker or, yeah. or something um but yeah so but yeah punch your a punch a bunch of uh rich yuppies and like they're all kind of watching this fight going on this prick uh, yeah, um i put not bill pullman not bill pullman um uh, uh, pa- paxton paxton bill paxton yeah pax pax paxton paxton, paxton. paxton. <laughs> we get paxo bit of stuff in um yeah you kind of looks a bit like him but not but they've got budget bridget nils and a budget bill Budget Bill Paxton, yeah, that, that's the one. Um, he's a dickhead. <laughs> he's a, he's an absolute prick. He really he's yeah. beating this um this black guy up, and uh, you know you can tell he's a knob because that just he's the total opposite of Van Damme because yeah. you know, he's he's enjoying beating him up and um then him in the bollocks, doesn't he? Kicks him in the balls just before he goes. Oh, let's do lunch sometime. You know he's a fucking knob. Um, and in the crowd, anyway, I don't know if you noticed this, but the guy with the main yuppie with the sort of like the um, little po- rat ponytail. Yeah, the little ratty looking shitbag. I recognised him. Yeah, with the, the blonde sort of hanging off his arm. Yeah, the um, weird, I don't give a fuck about AIDS blonde, yeah. Yes, because they're watching, Van Damme is watching this fight going on and there's like a blood spray which hits her all across the tits. And... Um, for some reason, I mean, at one point I thought, and when I was a kid, I would have thought nothing of it. But then I, th- I thought, you know, oh, is she a vampire? Uh, or... <laughs> that would have been quite the turn for that the would... film. Yeah. But, I mean, he could have turned into like Blade or something like that, yeah. couldn't he? Um, but, you know, at one point, because this blood spray hits her across the chest and she gets one of the, you know, she gets a finger, she gets the blood and she like licks it. 
and um, her boyfriend, uh, old Lawrence Bender, that's his name, real name in in, in real life. He uh, kind of, I suppose, he, he he gets quite turned on by this. But then watching it now, I'm thinking, are you not bothered by AIDS or hepatitis mm. or things like that? You know, yeah. apparently it's, not. It's a bit of an odd thing. Yeah. No, I would have. I mean, I, my theory on this is that these people are bloodthirsty aren't they they yeah. they they crave kind of people beating the shit out of each other and that was the whole point of her doing yeah. all of that it's just it's basically literal bloodthirst yes um and so anyway um then it's time for um van damme to get stuck yeah. in and have a fight sunny uh, that's his name isn't it that's the yeah fighter. yeah sunny is he is you would think cynthia's kind of like play toy a little bit because yeah. he goes up to her and she strokes him on the chin he's he's big chin yeah he's a pet uh, basically isn't he he's one of those yeah pets. yeah and um then he turns around and he does that line that's in roadhouse which is uh fucking awesome and he says something like you know oh you're pretty i don't know whether fight you or fuck you <laughs> yeah which I like, um, but yeah, he's kind of he is an arsehole, isn't he, Sonny? Yeah. Um, and then it's all tense and everything else. And you know, next thing you know is that he goes to kick Van Dam, and Van Dam basically punches him in the balls, doesn't he? Yeah, he ducks down. I was very surprised it wasn't a split punch. There's no splits. There's, no, there is actually. There's none at all, is there? No splits. A Van Damme movie with no splits. That's unusual because that's his trademark, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he does a lot of his trademark kicks. Those kind of like jumping, spinning kicks. Spinning that he does. roundhouse things. Yeah, he does all. He does everything. Yeah, he yeah, that is a perfect opportunity for the splits. And they yeah, to give him an uppercut to the spuds. But no, he just punches him in the balls. I mean, he's quite a functional fighter in some ways, but, you know, he, he doesn't. Yeah his movements but uh yeah he does just punch him in the balls and that's it and then the crowd go quiet and everything and then lawrence bender you know he's like i'll oh, get up sonny yeah you know you pussy he's like uh, yeah, i could take him you know he says that to his, his missus yeah and van damme gets him by the this the sort of the uh the collar and you know scruff his neck and and he's about to sort of like pull him away but um he gets told not to and joshua pulls him off doesn't he you know, pretty much because you're not allowed to touch the customers. That's no, regardless of what uh, horrendous human filth they are. Yeah. And they ask them now, Lawrence Bender is a long time producer of, um, well, tons of movies, but, uh, a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Oh, so right. okay. yeah. And, uh, it's only, I may have seen him in something else, but so I, I sort of, sort of, I've known that for a while. I didn't know that just, like watching watching it recently but um so i just think it's funny that somebody like who does all of those kind of films you know like pulp fiction and yeah all that kind of stuff is, appears in a, a van damme movie <laughs> yeah. as a prick <laughs> <laughs> as a yuppie prick um but uh yeah so anyway they're in the limo and they're trying to talk him into a like fighting for them but he's not interested in it is he really no um he's got his five grand uh, which isn't bad for punching somebody in the bollocks. No, yeah, one punch. That's actually pretty good. I'd do that. Um, and But she tells him off uh, about, um, you know, touching the customers, etc. Um, and then he gets out the limo in the middle of nowhere, I have to say. Yeah. 
Um, but this is the first time that I noticed because, like, uh, Joshua's following him. He's like kind of trying to chase after him, but he's got a bad leg, hasn't he? Like, he's got a limp. Yeah, he has got a hobble. Yeah. Um, but I only really properly noticed it there because he's he's limping quite a lot. Um, and you know, they agree to get a cab, um, because it's a bad neighborhood and they've got 10 grand between them. Cause yeah. again, uh, he bet on him, Joshua bet on Van Damme winning. Um, and then they get attacked by five dudes just yes. randomly. I fucking love the way, uh, that bloke suddenly appears out of the door of the van. Yeah. It proper like a musical. It's like a gay musical. He just, just swings out, just swings out of the door, all dramatic. It's, uh, yeah, loved it. Did you expect him to sort of like do this kind of uh, West Side Story type? Yeah, click, sort of clicking their fingers as they walk along, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, though, I mean, they're all beefy blokes, aren't they? Yeah. And, and this guy who's threatening them is—he looks quite threatening, doesn't he? Yeah. He's um, shit. He's shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking all. He's terrible. Um. <laughs> He gets Joshua beats the shit out of yeah, him. He just punches him once and then punches him a few more times and strangles him with a foam cord. Yeah. Um, one of them pulls a gun out. Van Damme kicks that out of his hand and then he yeah. beats the shit out of the others. Yeah. The One of them, um, who's quite a muscular bloke, he runs off. Um, so it's a bit of an odd scene. Uh, you yeah. know, it just kind of stands out of nowhere, really. But I mean, yeah, 30... he tells them, he tells them it's your lucky day. Yeah. No, your your revered gang leader has just been beaten up by a sixty year old hobbling man by a cripple, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think your street cred may have just taken a slight nosedive. Definitely. Um. And but you know we're thirty minutes in at this point, and there's I think there's what been four fights or something yeah. like that. Um. I mean there have been quite a lot of fights. Uh. There was the desert one, the one under the underpass, the one in the in the garage. Now this yeah. one. So, yeah. I the. Did they really need this fight particularly? But I mean, it didn't bother me. But I mean, but, it's just you know, it didn't seem to fit in with the story particularly, did it? I guess yeah, you could have just had them get to A to B, but for some reason they've gone to A to B with a fight in the middle. Mm. Um, now, throughout the film, I gen generally like the score. I like the music. I think it's got some quite good moments in it, some quite powerful moments. Um, you know. But this next scene, the music is fucking awful. It's it's the scene where they go to the hospital and it's sort of like it starts off as this weird upbeat calypso. So like, yes, fucking Yamaha keyboard. It is, isn't it? Music. Yeah, because like the, the camera is looking at sort of like, you know, big building skyscrapers and it's sort of like. You, you know, it reminded me uh, in Police Academy 5, yes. Simon Miami Beach. The first time I go to Miami, it's that fucking music. It that, is, isn't it? Yeah. But it's then, like a Lil advert from 1987. Yeah. But then when the camera starts to pan down to the hospital, it's, you know, it's it's like it's duh, it's like the, it's a kind of like the music tone changes in as yeah. much as like it's like there's something bad going to happen here. It's like, duh, duh. it's kind of like, like not in, not in like, I can't do it properly. Like the, the sort of, but the, it's not like an, um, like going to a horror movie type score, no. but it's almost like, you know, kind of like a cheesy. So, um, yeah, you know, there, there's some very sitcom soapy music in the film. It's so weird. Yeah. 
because then he goes to the hospital and he finds out that his brother's dead. Yeah. Uh, but it's like that music just stands out so badly, you know, where I like it in a lot of places in the film. Um, but this is so weird. And, and, <laughs> you didn't quite... need it. it no. You did not need 10 seconds of pineapple, grapefruit, or whatever. It didn't need it. Um, yeah. Um, uh, um, bongo. That's a different beat, isn't it, altogether? But then it's then it's a fairly powerful scene. Now, whether Van Damme cried his own tears is another question, but he's crying. I will say no. I don't think he did. Um, but, you know, he's crying. The doctor's saying that, you know, your brother is actually dead. Um, and, and it is the thing where the revenge thing from that trailer disappears. because He goes, did they catch him? Yes. And the doctor says, yeah. And what, I don't know why the doctor would know this. Because that's a police matter. The, yes. Why does the doctor know? Eh. And so also. So that's your revenge plot done with. Yeah. Yes. She, he also says, you know, um, that, you know, you should be more worried about the, uh, it, the, you know, the little girl and, you know, her mom who he, he left. Basically, the brother left with a load of unpaid bills, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you should be sort of like more worried about her. I can give you her address. Um, yeah. Clearly, he hasn't been on any GDPR training. <laughs> <laughs> Or data protection in general, no, because a doctor, you know, patient confidentiality, I can give you an address of his next of kin. Would you he like hands, it? He hands out patient information and then spends his lunchtime listening to police scanners to see if criminals have been caught or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Joshua's outside and, perving. Uh, perving on a fit woman uh, who's kind of just wandering out of the out by the hospital again and, she uh, really looked like she wants the attention of a hobbling 60 year old homeless <laughs> man yeah uh he basically says something oh you you don't look sick um but then van damme's you know walking off oh more great van damme solemn acting i love van damme solemn yeah he is isn't he he's he, he kind of does his, yeah, he's got that wobbly shoulder thing and i think he's meant to look like he's depressed but it always comes across as slightly strutty. Mm, like I know, a, I know like exactly. A, a bit what you like mean. a cock, bit like a peacock when it just got its tail out. Mm, yeah, and he says, I, "I don't, like I don't need you. I don't need you anymore. I don't, you know." And and again, Joshua's doing his kind of like lost little puppy act, yeah. you know, kind of following him round. And um, well, I thought we were going to be in for like a like a two minute montage of. I've really thought from this scene, it was going to be the next two minutes. It's going to be the music going on yes. while he walks around New York, possibly a close up of him looking into the distance, possibly the wind roughing his hair a bit. Just lots of, you know, proper cheese. But he does it for like 10 seconds and then he's eating a wrap. He is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe bumping into more homeless people because he bumps into a lot of homeless people, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. There's a, there's a belter coming up. But... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he... Uh, yeah, so he's eating some food, uh, and um, again, Joshua's sort of like you know won't leave him alone. Um, and but this time round, you know, he he buys him his lunch like he agreed yeah. to do. Yeah, uh, which is you know, and I think it's fair to say that you can kind of, you can kind of see him warming to him a little bit. You know, yeah, I think he saw him as a meal ticket, but he I think he's recognizing the honor of him. Yes, or his intentions are true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, also, 
here's something that didn't make any sense to me when I watched it the other night. So they're in New York. Yes. His brother is in Los Angeles. Is that right? Or that's where his sister-in-law is. But you'd imagine that's because he says to the boat uh, captain. Yeah. I, I wanted to go to Los Angeles. And, and he told Cynthia that he won't. She, he won't going to fight again because he's got to go to Los Angeles. I'm assuming Ellen is in Los Angeles. Yeah. So yeah. he's in New York. Oh, no, are they? In, no, are they now in Los Angeles? So, yeah. So well, that's where. So that's where I he's, think he's that, brother's body ah, is. Yes. Maybe I think that's what it was because they got that cab. They got a cab from New York to Los Angeles. How far is New York from to Los Angeles? I haven't got a clue, but maybe that what the Calypso music was was a you know a signal of change of city. Ah, well, that's a that's a good um, a, a good theory. Um, so I am going to find out New York <laughs> to Los Angeles. Um, well, well, there's, the first thing that's popped up is flight. So um, <laughs> distance. Here we go. It is. 42 hours. Uh, it's Sorry. basically, it's East Coast to West Coast. Uh, so they got that cab from, uh, you know, once they had that fight with those five dudes. They got a 42-hour cab ride. Mm, yeah, it's 2,700 miles. Fuck me, that five grand didn't last, did it? That, she, so, Cynthia weren't wrong when she said that five grand won't go as far as he thinks. So no wonder he's got no fucking money left. But anyway... Um, <laughs> didn't make any sense to me last night i thought hang on he's in new york and now he's in he's all of a sudden in los angeles but anyway i'm splitting hairs um so anyway yeah there's all that going on but like he said he he realizes that he's he's not just a meal ticket anymore isn't he and and um you know just just as as well that he hangs around it turns out leon can't read maps Mm. But he says, can you find this address for me, which is his sister-in-law's address? Yeah. I mean, surely it would have been quite easy for him to find out where that was anyway. You would have thought so. Um, but if he, he, so yeah, he asked, he asked him to find the place. And um, I, I, and I, I wrote down here, Joshua calls everyone a, a motherfucker. Because he, <laughs> he, he, he does. Even when he, he's walking across the road and somebody beeps his horn, he goes, oh, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Leon can't read maps, apparently, nor can he cross a road. Mm, yeah. Um, and then Van Damme meets, uh, he goes to a building where his sister-in-law lives, and he meets Nicole. And, Art Garfield, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I think she's so cute. I, I think she's so. I, I mean, you know, ki- kid actors and all that kind of stuff. But part of the reason, um, you know, that sort of I, I warm to the film and everything is the whole relationship that develops, you know, as the film goes on. Um, because he all he wants is his family, isn't it? He doesn't. Yeah. He's not. He all. He, he, you know. Now his brother's dead. Now he could turn around and say, "Well, it's my sister-in-law. I don't have anything." have to have anything to do with her i don't have to have anything to do with my niece but he's so driven by his family that he he just all he wants to do is be with them and help them isn't it that's it there's no revenge there's no nothing he just wants to help support his family well he's got two options do that or karen getting bummed in the desert pretty much that's that's it um so they're on the stairs and you can hear Helen having an argument with the landlord um, and basically they're going to be evicted because yeah. they're behind on the rent, aren't they? Now, this is the first scene 
that or this is where i realized there was something not quite right because as the landlord is storming down the stairs um as van damme's talking to uh nicole um and you know there's a nice little thing about stranger stranger danger going on and all this kind of stuff isn't that because uh, you know are we friends now be no because i've told you my name or you know me and what well, that kind of stuff but anyway the landlord he shouts up you know it's people like you who give this building a bad name or something like that, something like that yeah and some calls them dead beats yeah He's a very stereotypical landlord in front of the little girl which is yeah. fucking harsh but still but then and they just do a weird shrug thing yeah but this is the thing see he the landlord in the, the cut i've seen and i there is a, a version on youtube which has this little clip and a later clip included he yeah. turns around to leon and says you live here i came to visit well excuse me do you live here and leon says no and he says okay i'm sorry or something like that or i apologize um or, so and the, but that was missing out of this version and i'm hmm. like that's another reason why i'm i was pissed off that lionheart is on and not a wall that's another um, weird cut it is a strange scene. Um, and then, so anyway, he goes up to uh, Helen, who's crying, and she doesn't want anything to do with him. They argue. Um, it's a fairly powerful scene. Um, he tries to help by pushing money under the door, but she doesn't want anything. He kicks it in his face, uh, pretty much, the money. And um, Yeah, because yeah. this, this is where there's a backstory which I don't go into, because she's telling him that... His brother would have been better off in jail. If it, so did he take the rap for some other drug deal that his brother did? So is yeah. that why he's in the? I, mean, I, I don't it, know why he'd be in the French Legion because of it, unless they it, were caught abroad. I don't know. But so it's very odd, and it's it's not clear at all but there's some suggestion that because it was there was a, a drug deal or he asked his brother to carry yeah. something for him in amsterdam and then or was uh, it him carrying it but did he just take the rap that's uh, what i yeah. got was that his brother was a wrong one, essentially so i got it that he's it sent his brother on so he leon went to prison or joined the legion or whatever because he says he wouldn't have been strong enough to um to 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 go to prison is yeah. is what what he said. He, his his brother wouldn't have been strong enough to go to prison. So, but because that he set him on this path of drugs, etc. Helen blames him because it eventually led to her husband being killed by drug dealers. Uh, That's kind of what I took out of it. But it's not what I clear. thought was that his brother was the wrong one, uh, but his brother had the family. So okay. Leon was all. I think Leon was always. I think Leon was the older brother. It seems to be because he was. He was always supposed to be there to protect him. And I think I'd assume that that would come from the older brother rather than the younger brother. Okay. So I was thinking maybe it was his younger brother. His younger brother got into some shit he shouldn't have got into with drugs and whatnot. But he already had his family. Mm. So Leon took the rap so he could stay with his family because he's he's got a ridiculous sense of selflessness. Mm. somehow that landed him in the legion somewhere maybe it weren't in america i don't bloody know but then she blames him because she thinks prison would have been better for her husband because she it would have straightened him it would straighten him out probably yeah yeah, stretched in one way or he would have been dead or got straight whereas out in the streets he was going to carry on with that because he didn't have the moral compass that leon had yeah now we've 
basically came up, come up with two different theories, which it's pretty much fucking prequel up. film here. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you that it's not clear at all, is it really? Yeah. Um, but uh, she hates him. His body boils down. <laughs> yeah. Could have just fucking said that. Um, so yeah, but uh, Joshua was outside. He somehow managed to snaffle a KFC. Uh, <laughs> Stereotyping. <laughs> Again. <laughs> And, not for uh, the last time <laughs> so but this is quite a clever little scene because he's standing outside the building and in the background you see the two legionnaires walking past yes yes you do um, which, quite a, a you know a blink and you miss it moment although the music does change to their kind of they've got their own musical cue they've... haven't they like a, like a Turkish market yes <laughs> that's brilliant I love that About ready to jump off a bridge. So yeah, have to check them. Um, but yeah, and um, yeah. So then, um, basically, Van Damme's pissed, oh, pissed off or disappointed, unhappy. Yeah. And Joshua go, I know exactly what you need. Uh, and it's that some fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, so he takes him to a bar, and they it's, get pissed. And so. we get Van Damme drunking. I mean, it's no, it's no, um, it's no kickboxer. kickboxer. No. <laughs> But he's, he can only act absolutely fuck-faced. Mm. And he's only got like four glasses. He's got four shot glasses. Four shots. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah, fucking wanked, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Um, and this old slag with no teeth winks at him. Yes. And he, but he kind of does this like almost like, um, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> I mean, good God, that's some beer goggles. <laughs> it is pretty bad um but then a limo pulls up outside and um then then this kind of then did remind me of um uh blue jean cop because like i said it's crack everywhere isn't it yeah uh you know but then there's that sort of like uh i hate this word but i'm gonna say it anyway juxtaposition juxtaposition can't say it juxtaposition <laughs> no of um of the you know the crack dens and then the, yeah. the high rises and that's the same you know there's all the homeless people and all the bums but then there's like all the posh people and you know yeah. the different the neighborhoods living next door to each other essentially uh but being worlds apart so but then they go to the penthouse and uh van damme falls asleep and he yeah. wakes up to uh, somebody lifting weights and you find out that it's Cynthia. Yes. Uh, it's a nice little shot where it's kind of like it's it's she's all blurred in and then kind of comes yeah. more into vision because he's waking up. Um, and uh, she's like teasing him, flirting yeah. with him. Um, well, Cynthia side boob. And then, uh, yeah, that um, the, the string of that leotard, that's going to smell. And you know yeah. she's trimmed. <laughs> yeah, I would have probably cracked one off at this point <laughs> but tried to finish off quite quick quickly so that i didn't do it so that I was, it was over van damme's ass uh, <laughs> <laughs> um that's right so, he gets out of bed what i love the fact is he doesn't realize he's naked no. until he lifts up the duvet to see his own penis mm, yeah um, i tend to know if i've got clothes on without having to look at my genitals uh, and also, he's got a, ta- a tattoo of uh, a lion on his chest, yes. which miraculously disappears uh, yes. l- later on, which is very odd, but still. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, she says, look, you know, I had your clothes burnt because yeah. the- he just wants his clothes. He's a moody little bastard, isn't he? You know, he is but a I bit, suppose- yeah. 
he's got he's got a hangover, uh, yeah. I suppose. But you know, he he just I just want my clothes back. Um, she wants one thing, and he just wants his old scabby clothes. Yeah, and uh, you know, but you can then, you can almost hear her dripping at this point. Oh God, she's fucking yeah, she's sort of like a fucking snail isn't she slithering across the bed at this point she's yeah very (laughs) (laughs) um but then he goes into the bathroom and uh his pert arse is on display isn't it yes the yes the gratuitous (laughs) anal shot which yeah you know it was always coming i um uh, so was she i (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't sure if it was going to be a body double at first but then um it's clearly him you know, it is yeah. clearly him. Um, no, as well. So this is where the film wavers a little bit for me because all through it, pretty much, he is he is fairly you know driven by what he wants. Yeah. But and like you know, she says she's going to take him shopping. It turns into Pretty Woman, and it, it does. There's no training montage in this film. There's a clothing montage. Yeah. I'm waiting for Roy Orbison to come in. It's accompanied it's, by this cheesy uh, music. Yeah, uh, you awful know. late eighties, early nineties music. It, it is pretty fucking awful. And all of the clothes he's trying on are awful late eighties, early nineties clothes. Yeah, um, and again, it, it looks like he's not having any fun whatsoever. Nope. She. Uh, go on. She, yeah, because he's in a cube, but he doesn't seem to like anything, which is fair enough, because it's all terrible. Mm. And uh, she slinks inside the cubicle with him and apparently grabs his knob. I would say, because he's got his, his little tight, tighty, tight, is oh. it tight, tighty, 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 They are tight, 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 tight. They're, they're, yeah, they show off his bulge quite I'm a not lot. Sure, I'm not sure why they called him the muscle from Brussels. She seems to grab that. And get him to try more clothes on. And then they're having dinner at the top of a building. And the, yeah, well, just before that, the gay... Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot, the, yeah. the gay clothing uh, attendant. What do you call him? Shop uh, assistant. Yeah. Because he's, he's not just, you know, he's actually dressing him for him, isn't he? You know, and trying yeah. on different clothes. He's getting quite exasperated and, you know, kind of uh, acting very flamboyant. Uh, you know, <laughs> he um, he kind of like coughs, doesn't he? Or something yeah. to sort of signal that, you know... Uh, <coughs> well, is, is everything all right in there? <laughs> um, and yeah, she she's... Um, they go for this nice dinner and they're holding hands... But he looks thoroughly bored and annoyed. Yeah, but see, I wasn't sure whether he was kind of going with it at this point. Like he, like there was this kind of little relationship that she was wearing him down a little bit because because he says he says something like you know she says like uh, they're still talking about your fight in New York and yeah. he says oh let them talk. Let them talk. Um, Everyone's talking about it in New York. There's only like 30 people at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, But then they go back to the apartment and she invites him in, um, but he doesn't want anything to do with it. He goes to his own apartment, uh, his own little, you know, room. Or he he says, uh, I'm going to sleep with Joshua, doesn't he? I do wonder whether he's actually gay. Uh, in the film, because he's he's not really that bothered, is he? No, you could cut the Cynthia and, and Leon bits up to this point, and if you put like um, sitcom woos, ahs, and and clapping and stuff, you could have had that as a little tragic love story where this woman really fancies a man, and he's just not fucking interested. And you've got, 
Are you coming? No. Ah. Um, mm. But when the, when she would have grabbed him, it would be woo and clapping and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, then you see again. It's that sort of. You did it really well earlier on. Uh, like da, 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 <laughs> the, the, the sort of like that music kicks in, and you see uh, Helen and Nicole. She's taking uh, Helen's taking Nicole to school, and they're, they're leaving the apartment, but they're being watched. Uh, and they've got this like the, the old Turkish theme comes on in you know between the sort of like the the soppy family music, if you yeah. want to call it that. Um, and then uh, Van Dam, uh, sorry, yeah, Van Dam is watching from afar as well. Now, did you notice something in this one? Oh, go on. Right, yeah, because he, he's sort of hidden behind a tree, isn't he? He's watching them from afar. He's got his hoodie on. Yeah, yeah, got his hoodie. On. When it goes to behind him, he's watching them in the background. In between that, there's two policemen arresting four black people who are yes! on the floor. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Why? <laughs> so, you'd have thought these policemen would have been a bit suspicious of this this hooded man just standing yeah. in an alleyway watching them arresting these black dudes. But it was um, just an odd detail to have in in the shop for some reason. Yeah, and uh, Helen works in a fruit market. You know, she's <laughs> she was in a place where they take fruit out of boxes and put fruit into boxes again. <laughs> It goes on a conveyor belt. It gets, yeah. you know, sent along and she picks up the um picks up the apples and puts them in a box and um Van Damme's doing his jogging and whatever mm. and he finds another homeless girl. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, yeah, her and her family have someone just rubbed a piece of coal on their face and given them tatty clothes. Yeah. In a caravan. He's like is this your ball? And then offers some money and they take it. Yeah. And then that's that. It's it's very but odd. Just... And it, it, yeah, it, it's again, it's like, it doesn't really fit in particularly. No. Um, and it, it's, a, it's another scene where he catches a ball because the first time he meets the coal, there's a ball bouncing down the stairs and he catches yeah. it. And then she's like this other homeless girl throws a ball and he catches it. And it always reminded me, and I always thought, is there something about Van Damme catching balls? Because there's a scene in, in Cyborg. There's, yeah, this goes back to the theory. Maybe he's gay. There's a there's a a scene in Cyborg where he's wandering around this kind of like you know this uh, horrible um, slum, and he catches a ball of a little girl. Is it, and it's like, hang on, is the, is there something going on here that you know? So maybe that's just me. Maybe that uh, is his thing of the story. Like, you know, M. Night Shalaman has like twists. Van Damme's thing as a writer is, I must catch a ball. Mm, that's yeah. his thing. Um, but then he goes back to the lady and um, she wants to shag him again. I know yeah. we knocked one she, out at this point. Cause, she yeah. she could not be any more obvious without it being a different genre of film. Mm. She's wearing like, this red kind of like, you know, uh, negligee nighty type yeah. thing and she's lying down and she basically wants to, to shag him um, and he says he'll fight for her uh, but he wants to open an account as well and uh, he, he wants to move out of the building because it's too soft for him you know he, he yeah. needs to train like a fighter and, and all that kind of stuff now this is and it's a fairly um, it's like this scene actually makes sense as to why it should be in and not cut because at this point in the film, uh, he then just, it moves on to another fight. Yeah. Now in the, the cut that from a wall, 
and again you can go on to youtube and watch it she gets really pissy at him and and she's like drinking a glass of wine she throws the glass uh, down on the floor it smashes she's screaming at him and she goes you know um right get the fuck out kind of thing and take that fucking cripple with you like she gets it's a proper that rings a fucking bell that does yeah she gets really annoyed at him and really pissed off because like basically she's bought him loads of clothes oh yeah because she says something like and you owe me for these and all that kind of stuff like she's she's really angry with him and this is the first time that you've seen her like really pissed yeah. off at him but it's totally cut from this yeah. version which makes no sense whatsoever yeah because that would that would point to her in air quotes heel turn yes a bit later on whereas in this cut that comes out of nowhere almost it doesn't and it does at the same time yeah because yeah. yeah she she's like been trying to shag him for ages and she i think she finally realizes that you know he doesn't want anything to do with her yeah and she gets pissed off like proper pissed off like with him and and her just kind of demeanor just changes completely from that point in the film but yeah. that's not understood because it's totally missing which yeah. annoyed annoyed me do i have the right to ask what brought these sudden changes on look i'm gonna fight for you I have to live like a fighter. This place is too nice to me. Too soft. Too easy. I see. Are you sure it isn't because you found something a little softer, a little easier out on the street today? Don't answer that. That's my business. My business. I'm sick of this shit. Get out. Get the fuck out and take that goddamn cripple with you. In the morning, you call Russell, and you tell him where you're staying. From now on, you deal with Russell, and only with Russell. Our relationship is strictly business. The way it should have been from the beginning. You got that? And you owe me for these. I'll call Russell in the morning. You don't forget to call your accountant. I'll think about it. Yeah. Think about it. <sighs> now we are into a series of fights. And mm -hmm. I think the, the, part of the reason why I love Bloodsport is because you know, it, it reminded me of like video games and stuff like, yeah. you know, you're fighting different baddies, aren't you? Different characters. Um, yeah. And although the, there's no real characters to them in Bloodsport, you've got the little monkey dude who goes around. <laughs> <kind> of... <laughs> well, he is. He's, yeah. He rolls He's... around the floor and he yeah, chops later people. became Dalsim. You've got, Ed, you've got E Honda. Yeah. You've got the yes. two that are the same fighting at the start. That's Ken and Ryu, essentially. Yeah. Uh, there is. And it is. You've got Tong. Po, uh, not Tongpo. Um, uh, oh, name. Oh shit. Uh, Bollocks. Oh god, no. Bolo Young's the fellow who plays him. That's uh, the one. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 I can just hear people in shouts. Ah, ah, Come on, tell me. Uh, What's? Tell me. Let me look it up. What's his it is, name? No, it's not Tong. No, not fucking. It, but it's another. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Chong Lee. That's it, Chong Lee, Tong Po. Yeah. God. So, but anyway, yeah. So, but in like that's what part of the reason why I love that film. But then there's also part of the reason why I love uh, the fight. Some of the scenes in this is because essentially they are different kind of like 
there's stages in a video game isn't it yeah yeah it is um although this is another underground car park it is but the guy he's fighting is a scottish dude wearing a kilt yes jock mc scottish yes very scottish they attempt bagpipe music when he gets out of the car but again it's been done on a yamaha keyboard (laughs) I think the bagpipe music button was next to the Calypso music button on it. Yes. Um, and uh, But this is actually a fight where, you know, Van Damme has been pretty untouched at this point, hasn't he, really? Yes. Um, but they're actually beating the shit out of each other, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but also, the Scottish dude, he fights dirty because... Um, Scottish. He's Scottish. And he's, he's also, you know, he nuts him at one point and, you know, Scottish. Uh, but also, you know, he tries to strangle him with a fucking... Uh, area from yeah. First thing he does, isn't it? He goes, he goes to shake hands, and Leon, being a gullible knobhead, does it, and he pokes him in the eye, doesn't he? Thumb thumb in the eye, yeah. Yeah. Typical kind of you know heel wrestler move uh, going going on, Uh, and then he throws him into a car, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, Um, and there's there's all sorts. The fighting on car bonnets, you know, it's a pretty, you know. I mean, they're both knackered after about thirty-five seconds. Yes, they're they're beating the shit out of each other, Uh, but. Leon uh, comes out on top, and yeah. um, eventually through through the means of punch. Yes, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything flashy; he just punches him a couple of times, and it just sort of does him in. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah. So then um, Joshua dresses up uh, as a uh, insurance <laughs> sort of like yeah. Yeah. bloke. Helen Helen shows herself to be incredibly gullible. She is very thick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, he turns up out of the blue and uh, says that, you know, uh, there's a insurance policy, yeah. which she didn't know about. And uh, she's going to get a check like this every month. Yes. Set up by your no good drug dealing husband. Managed to set up a proper in- a proper good insurance policy, meaning you won't have to work again or pay any rent. Mm. And she's loving it. And uh, she, um, the, again, Nicole says, does this man going to get a bike now? Yeah. And he turns around and says, you know, I'll buy the, the girl a bike. I, I like that, you know, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, and uh, it just shows there's a bit more than just the sort of typical, you know, fighting and whatever. Yeah. There's a little bit more. There's a bit more heart to this film. Yeah, a little bit more melodrama. Yeah. And uh, so anyway. It's not about revenge. No, definitely not. And straight into another fight. Um, but yeah. this time with uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like, <laughs> yes. Wrestling, yeah. (laughs) They do fight in some odd locations, don't they? they? Um, I mean, why a squash court? No idea. But this wrestler again, Van Damme's getting the shit beaten out of him a little bit. He's getting slammed into the walls, um, and uh, but then he he kicks the shit out of this guy and knocks him through the glass, doesn't he? Well, uh, I wasn't impressed by him going through the glass because. As he was staggering backwards, he did not have the momentum to break that glass. Oh well, he gives him he gives him a couple of kicks, doesn't he? Like, and he's, yeah, he, he's it's not he, enough. He's he's just wobbling backwards. He should be if they kicked him like that when he was right up against the glass, possibly he could have gone through. Mm. I don't think he was moving far enough backwards. Mm. But still, kicks him through the glass. Weird. Yeah, spectacular kick. Anyway, yeah. um, he uh, so but they've got their own place now, and uh, he's going out for his sort of like you know daily jog uh yeah. and da- daily kind of spying on uh nicole and um and helen uh 
and he sees her on a new bike. So, you yeah. know, she know, you know, she got a new bike. Showed it off to her little friends. With little friends, which is good. Um, but it's got that music, that na, 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 <laughs> music going on again. And then it changes. It changes to the Turkish market music again. <laughs> the sinister Turkish music uh, because the legionnaires spot him yeah. and they chase after him, don't they? And uh, well, you say that. He, he wakes him up, wakes up because it's, is it fucking Hordak or whatever his fucking name is? What's his, what was his bloody name? Oh, I don't Volga. know. I've got, fucking, I've got, I've got the, the cast of fucking Bloodsport in front of me now. Hongdong? Hardock. Warthog. Hartog. Hartog. Hartog, yeah, getting there. Yeah. Hartog wakes up Mustafa and he's like, quick, you're downstairs, we must go. And they, um, they run after him for 10 seconds and they run out of breath and give up again. Mm. Yeah. After their supreme Jeep adventure where they gave up really quickly, they then give up quickly again. These are highly trained soldiers. Mm, definitely. Uh, they can't be asked, basically. No. Uh, and also, we've totally missed out a scene right at the beginning. Yes, where the commanding officer goes to what I'm thinking, I'm guessing, is like the French consulate or police. Um, oh. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. That this the consulate guy basically says, "Well, if the the Americans can be asked to, uh, you know, come after this deserter when they're not, the police aren't chasing after m- murderers and rapists, etc., then maybe not. But if not, fuck it, whatever." Where that's so that's why the two legionnaires end up in America. So yes. we t- totally missed that scene. We out. did completely. Yeah, um, I just got confused by the politics of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised, but you know that the commanding officer didn't say. But we must send because he's yeah. the only one that can save us from the wogs. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, but anyway, in America, it is the Jews. Fuck it, why not? Um, so yeah, the this is now a pool fight yes. with um, a long-haired <laughs> dude. He's wearing an interesting outfit here, isn't yes. he? Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so, like a. Yeah, like a proper wrestling, a proper English wrestling leotard from 1982. Mm, lots of but, lycra. Um, yeah, the hairy man with his wafting hair appears mm. at the top of a rockery or something. Yeah. He, he, he just looks like they they would just cast someone out of Chippendales. Pretty and, much. Uh, yeah. And he kind of, yeah, jogs down, and they jump in the pool, and he's a capiera. Is it capoeira? He looks like that's his style. Is that the Brazilian kind of Yeah, because he's all yeah. about swingy kicks where his head's near the ground or whatnot. Yeah, and he's he just he likes to flick his hair about, doesn't he? Pretty he much. does, yeah. Gets it uh, wet just so he can Timote it backwards again. Yeah, because it's like a, they're fighting in a pool, but there's like a tiny bit of water in. It's it's like drained yeah. out, but there's a tiny bit of water in. Yeah. Uh, enough for them to basically get wet. Um yes. And, uh, yeah, he's a bit of a dirty bastard as well because he scratches Van Damme, which miraculously disappears at the end of the fight. Uh, And then he also tries to drown him. Um, But, you know, again, Van Damme comes out on top with a a multiple shot elbow to the face. Ah, you see, that's where that's where it started. I was like, oh, no, what's that? Why? Why? Why all of a sudden are we doing multiple replay shots of the Mm. same thing? Mm. Uh, It's like whoever was editing going. You mean I can play the same the same shot twice? Yes. I'll bring it on. We'll do that from now on. Yeah, we'll have that. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers, uh, um, but and then the the lady starts asking questions about Helen to yeah. with Joshua, and um, she says, uh, "Is he fucking her?" Uh, yeah. 
which is a bit harsh, but still. Uh, he, and, and also, and, out of context, without that one where she already went mental, it seems to come out of nowhere. Because mm, it's almost like... You, because you, you would imagine that she asked uh, Joshua that because uh, if she's jealous of him or something yeah. like that. But that doesn't make any sense, does it? When With that key scene... Pretty yeah. much mi- missing out of it. Exactly. You've already seen her be really horrible mm. in that scene that was cut out. Mm. And now, yeah, this one at the pool, all of a sudden, just to ask that, yeah, it just seemed, it's, well, you know, she's a dick, but it just seemed like a really stupid question. It doesn't seem like she'd asked that unless she was already halfway manic, which she yeah. was in the cutscene that we've lost. Yes. And uh, Joshua, he does his thing, doesn't he? Like he's fast talking. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia, you want cold, hard bitch. Uh, sick bitch or something like that, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? uh, but anyway, so but she tells him just keep him out of trouble. Yes. You never know what that means. He's going to yeah. get into trouble, then it. Yeah, and also to, for Russell to keep an eye on them. Yes. Um, and then again, Van Damme goes out for his daily jog. Uh, it's starts... Cold again as well. As soon as he starts, oh yeah, uh, he starts oh, a conversation. He's so chilly. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, they're in LA now, so you'd think it would be quite warm, but still. Um, <laughs> no. But, no. Um, he starts up a conversation with Nicole, who is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is just, I don't know if the, 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 the thrill of her bike has just worn off now, because she's just yeah. doing circles. Yeah, or she's broken or had a stroke or something. She's <laughs> just doing circles on the spot. She's just going around in circles, and uh, he strikes up a conversation with her. And the but the legionnaires catch up with him at this point, you know, because the music has all changed, isn't it? It's like a proper fucking belly dancing, um, you know, bizarre thing yeah. happening. Uh, and they beat the shit out of him, don't they? Yeah. After a scene, after a scene where they 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 try to have like a discussion between the two that involves more than one or two lines, and there's some some major chewing of the English language. Hmm. Not not the great. I mean, I can't speak whatever, but uh, yeah, there's some there's some lovely delivery of English lines there. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah, because um, old uh, Robert Porter jumps in, doesn't he? And he cracks him. He's, he really like leathers leathers him on. I think on his on his left side of his ribs. It's his ribs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when they throw him through the thing, but these, and I didn't know when did he hurt his ribs properly because he twats him right hard on one side. Yeah. But when he gets up, it's his other side that's broken. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a couple of points. So, so he, he pulls him down into this, like, kind of, I don't know, recess, you know, yeah. in the alleyway. And then he, he, so he can't escape, and he punches the shit out of his ribs. Uh, but then they pull him up, and um, they're probably manhandling him yeah. at this point, aren't they? They're beating the shit out of him. And uh, he, uh, he, he uh, they throw him into this thing and it breaks and which ironically helps him escape because then he he knocks it down on their heads uh, because they get distracted as Russell turns up to Uh, kind of saves the day I guess you want to call it that Um, uh, and and he's in the hospital and then this is where you find out that he's got broken ribs yes Um, so he's fucked up really isn't he Uh, but he's he's being seen to by another stereotype yes yes the Hispanic sort of like you know shady is he a doctor or is he just a porter or not, something i don't think he's a porter is he oh a... no, no i'm thinking of janitor <laughs> yeah janitor yeah Wait, oh, no. like, yeah hey home we didn't have any karate homes Woo, yeah etc yeah essay um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and anyway so um 
Van Damme is kind of and uh, Joshua they come clean don't they to yeah. Helen because um, he's he's been beaten up and uh, you know he he begs that her to trust him and you know he gets a little bit annoyed with her almost yeah because ba- she she fine. turns around and says uh, you know oh, I, I can't have any more difficulties in my life or whatever and he says I'm not trying to yeah. cause more difficulty you know I'm trying to help you all this kind of stuff um, which is a terrible imp- impression, but still. Oh, fucking Adolf Hitler, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, the sort of linchpin for the film is that Nicole comes over yeah. and, uh, you know, is he a stranger anymore? And is, she, you know, uh, uh, Helen introduces him as um, her. Uncle. Uncle Leon, yeah, Uncle Leon, and he and she kisses him, and yeah. it's a it's a nice little touching sort of like you know family moment, I guess. Um, uh, but then Russell and the lady are watching a video of yes. Attila, uh, the big bad. Yeah, yep. budget Andre the Giant. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, he's a big dude, but he's got long yeah. hair, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and cracking uh, mutton chops oh god yeah uh i mean they sort of introduce him later on as like a bond villain almost don't they yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah big dude stroking a cat you yes. know um but they're watching the video aren't they and he's the video is that he he just lets someone punch him lots uh he then f- ch- sort of throws him on the floor i'm not entirely sure what he does then see i think because the, the way that they describe it is like, you know, he tears them apart. He picks them. He, so he picks up this bloke by the, the legs. Yeah, He's got a leg. that mannequin because it's very lightweight. Yeah. And pulls his legs apart. Yeah, I, did, I was thinking, did he, did he break his hips, his pelvis, his knees, or did he split his bollocks in half? See, that's what I would always, I always thought that like they, he pulled him apart. Like he, he like just pulled he literally him apart. Ripped, yeah, ripped him in half. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it. But Crunchy. then I always thought, well, that wouldn't be a problem for Van Damme because he can do the splits. So, you know, but... That's he, very true, actually, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that this is like the kind of like the... Da, da, da yeah. moment. Because they watch, they're watching this video of Attila and then the lights come up and the fucking Legionnaires are sitting there, aren't they? Yes. So they're in cahoots with... Um, Cynthia and Russell yeah. now. Well, um, yeah, Cynthia's plan is to basically put put Leon against Attila, put all the money on Attila, which really wouldn't make that much. If he's going to be such a massive favourite, she won't get that much back in return. Oh no, no, oh no, they're actually trying to do something else, aren't they? Which then I got confused later. Carry on, I'm okay. confused myself now. <laughs> so, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they they um you know so they agree with the legionnaires like you know we can't let uh van damme go yet yeah but we're gonna because we want to bet all this money you know uh yeah. but um so we're gonna do this fight and as you can see attila is just gonna rip him apart and the um the warthog goes yeah. goes so and he does a really long bit he's like, what and they're going like, what and he goes can watch. Really? Watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not easier in English, that was. 
yeah uh, uh, but anyway so that's sort it's like the you know ooh, proper heel turn at this point isn't it yeah um and uh so they, they're going to double cross him and um helen is living with them at this point and again so yep. i suppose like you know kind of a family and all this that and the other stuff like you know he, she's drawn a picture nicole's drawn a picture you know and uh, the, the, you know they're, they're all together aren't they yeah they've been uh, shopping and he comes out with a really weird phrase to Helen, does old Leon here, because he mm. wants him to move out of the apartment. And she goes, well, how long for? And he goes, oh, just until you've got a new job or a new husband. <laughs> what? That could be fucking ages. Mm. Or does he does he want a bit? Well, this is the thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I did, I, I did wonder a couple of times in the film. Yeah, that... no, I thought that too. I, you know, maybe she married the wrong brother. Who knows? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the lady sort of takes Van Damme and uh, Joshua to a party. They're getting pissed up. They know what's going on because that you know they're getting pissed up and everything else, and they're they're all acting all crazy in the car. Uh, they watch the tape. It's the same tape, but it's been doctored or edited because it's like they haven't done the fucking tracking on the video, have they, basically? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's two people there, isn't there? Mr. English, who's mm-hmm. probably Mr. Definitely German. Yes. Uh, there's lots. Of, yes. Uh, and then. Can I get you a drink? And it's, we got the tape of a chiller we could watch. <laughs> yeah. Because they've watched the video of um, Van Damme fighting yeah. the Scottish dude. Well, that wasn't would, the most impressive one. No, it wasn't. That that would be the one that would probably make you think, well, yeah. Van Damme's not that good, is he really? Because he nearly got, got beat. Lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do the one in the pool where he came back from a drowning to do a, you know, elbow or something. One yeah. where he yeah kicks his ass easily. Well, the one where he kicked the fucking dude through, through the, the the squashed court wind glass, you know. Yeah. Um, or something a bit more sort of. But anyway, um, so. And also that scene, which I remember, I thought I need to write that down, but I didn't. But I, I thought oh, I'll remember it anyway. Um, you know where they're fighting underground with all the Scottish people? Yeah. There's all these weird like roller skaters just kind of fuck. Yeah, I did. I wrote that down. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Just mingling about. Yeah, Bizarre. Mincy roller skaters. I didn't know if they were doing the betting, like if they were doing what Joshua did in the bum fights. Mm. If they were running the betting or something, because I'm sure one of them had a notepad. They're either taking orders for cheeseburgers or they're running the betting. I'm not entirely sure. It's very odd. Yeah. But, so th- this, so now anyway, the Scottish, the, the Scottish, the, the <laughs> German dude, uh, can we see the tape of Attila? And uh, she says, you know, you have no idea what I had to do to smuggle this out. And I always thought from even when I was a kid that she hid it in her fanny. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't yeah, basically, I we always thought we know that. from the, we know from her earlier leotard, it's not a gaping wound. Mm. <laughs> it's not but a yeah. wizard's sleeve. This is rolled up and pegged in. I don't know. But I did. I always thought, well, did she hide it up her ass? Did she hide it up her fanny? What what did she do? Um, but there you go. Anyway, um, but the tape is all grainy and messed yeah. up, and um, it stops just before the dude splits him in half and yeah. all they get to see is Attila, Attila being beaten up. Yeah. So, you know, the, the fix is in, isn't it now? The sort of, yeah. like, you know, we get their money cause they're going to bet on, on old Leon and Leon's going to get his arse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so anyway, it double, uh, double cross is all set up and everything. Attila pulls up in his jet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Eddie is a proper Bond villain because he's got oh, a yeah. cat. Uh, he's got he's surrounded by you know bodyguards. Yeah, uh, bodyguards. He's two ladies at some point as well. But he's, yeah, he's got his big pet cat, his glasses, his black suit, massive mutton chops, and his weird ponytail hair thing going on. Mm-hmm. And Van Damme's playing with the kids and spinning yeah. them on a roundabout, and he in hurts his ribs. In a, yeah, in a different atrocious pair of hydra jeans and another atrociously baggy shirt as well mm, yes and uh you know he uh he says that he, he wants to take away nicole and helen after the fight and again this is where i'm thinking you know something going on here um and helen's hair is massive it's it's very well you can tell that they cast her properly because of um old art garfunkel's little afro as well that's true, that's true. they've got the same color hair haven't they yeah i think uh, yeah, yeah pretty much um and uh just before the fight joshua realizes that van damme is hurt yes um uh, you know and he starts to have doubts doesn't he uh, yeah, he does a little bit of play fighting doesn't he and he taps him in the ribs and he goes hey yeah <sighs> does his van damme thing um and he's like you know there's 12 million dollars floating around out there and um, he's heard that Attila's killed eight people yes from so well yeah. when did you hear that didn't you think yeah. that was a good time to tell me that beforehand yeah, or it's fairly pertinent information you'd like to know really isn't it mm. uh and uh so he, he you know he starts to sort of um have doubts doesn't he you know yeah. and uh he, he you know he he he, he goes on a a spe- he, he does a sp- sort of speech, doesn't he? You know, he's like, you know, don't let them do you like they did me, kind of thing. You know, because yeah. uh, you, I think you pick up from this that um, Joshua was a fighter, and then he got screwed over, and then Cynthia as well. Yeah, and that's why he ended up being sort of like organising these bum fights and having Which to. Pu- that puzzled me a little bit because he's about twenty five years older than Cynthia. Mm. So if he was a younger fighter, was, was Cynthia doing this kind of underground fighting thing when she was like nine, like running it, <laughs> like evil little bastard child running underground fighting syndicates? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Um, but he, I think he realizes that Van Damme's going to get killed or could yeah. get killed at this point. Um, and, you know, Van Damme's like, I'm going to win, you know. And, he, you know, he says, like, you know, you, your problem is you've got heart. You know, it's big, but it lets you down and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, I really like all that. I, you know, I'm kind of, but I buy into all of that, I must admit. Madhouse out there, man. Hey, 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 my man. Hey, huh? Hey, look at you. Hey, hey, hey. You ready to get bitch? Huh? Come on, throw a few, throw a few. I took all my money out of the bank and I put a bet on myself. We're going to win that fight. Confidence. That's that's what I like to hear, man. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right, what is it, man? Hey, hey, hey. Huh? You been hiding something all week long. What's going down, man? Huh? Nothing. Nothing, huh? Nothing? Hey. You know what's circulating out there, man? Huh? Twelve million motherfucking dollars, man. Cynthia's friends have come through like a motherfucker, man. And then I hear this shit about Attila. Man, this dude's already bad. Eight bodies. I'll beat him. Beat him? You ain't gonna beat him now if y'all fucked up. How you gonna beat him if y'all fucked up? Beat the guy. I have to. You don't have to do shit, motherfucker, but get yourself all fucked up like I did. Is that what you want? Be out there on the street, motherfucker, running five out of fight for winos and junkies? I'm gonna take you away from this shitty business you and my family if 
even Cynthia, if she wants to. Cynthia, man. Do you think Cynthia gives a flying fuck about you? Huh? You know what your problem is, man? You got a big heart, Lionheart. I mean, you're strong as a lion, man. This, right? Yeah. This, this is what fucks you up and leaves you bleeding on the motherfucking ground with nobody to give a two-bit shit about your ass. Look, Lionheart, nobody gives a shit about you but you, man. Nobody. You care about me. I'm going to win that fight. You've got to trust me. Joshua asks who the lady's going to bet on. Yeah. Um, and, you She's know... She's not answering, is she? She's... Yeah, and this is it because he he says I remember how you did me, you know, yeah. which lets you on to sort of you know that she double crossed him, yeah. uh, and it's fight time, and you know, oh. Van Dam spots the Legionnaires in the crowd yeah. and it's freaked out, isn't he? Yeah. After we've had the music, there's a bit of music when he walks from the house to the tent. Yes. For about you know a minute or so, proper cheesy, cheesy cheese music. Yeah. Um, Attila is a big boy. Um, you yeah. know, he's a big lad, isn't he? But he's um, not. He's not excessively big. No, they're, again, uh, they're roughly the. They look similar he, in size. Like Van Damme's not particularly tall, is he? No, but in terms of height-wise, they're roughly yeah. the same. But he's in bulk, probably, yeah, I'd say that in reality, that bloke's probably about six six one, but he just weighs probably about. 16 17 stone maybe mm, yeah he's got big arms hasn't he yeah um and uh yeah so anyway fight starts van damme doing what they expected smacking the shit out of him um you know you you don't know what's going what you know that that's it it's well and russell goes oh he's toying with him uh yeah. with really bad lip syncing um which doesn't fit in i don't know if you noticed that um <laughs> And uh, anyway, Van Damme takes a punch to the ribs in exactly the same place where he got yep. punched. Uh, so the notices. Yeah, and he sort of wags his, wags his yeah. finger, you know. Um, and that's it. Attila starts to punish him at this point, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? uh, he gets knocked down. Um, you know, Joshua tells him to stay there. Because every time he gets knocked down, which is like two or three times. He goes he, over to Joshua. He crawls into the corner. Joshua tells him to stay down. Van Damme gets up, takes more punishment. Yep. The crowd is starting to, you know, the bloodlust that was there initially. It's starting to die off, isn't it? Yeah, because they can just see that, you know, Van Damme is he's really getting the shit beaten out of him. Yeah. Uh, even, even with Mustafa. Yes. It's like you're reading my notes because the Legionnaires, <laughs> they've just been real pricks up to this point. Yeah. They're not enjoying it, are they? Particularly no. not, like you said, not Mustafa. Um and, you know, Joshua's telling him to stay down. But this is the scene that sort of spurs on Van Damme yeah. to, to get up. Because, you know, he admits that he bet the money on Attila. Um, and, uh, you know, this is the scene, isn't it? Light eye. go either way this shit did me. Don't let it do you, man. Stay the fuck down. Come on, man. Look, we don't need the money, man. I got us a deal. I told you, 50-50 all the way down the line. Well, I'm going to split it with you, man. 50-50 all the way, man. Just like I said I would. Look, it's on him, man. The whole bet's on a till him. 
wrong path. Van Damme says, wrong bet. Yeah. Um, oh, and just to sort of like, you know, back up slightly to this, to the, what we said earlier on is where Van Damme's very naive because even then he's thinking, he even sort of mentions, you know, I'll take away Cynthia. Why would he take away Cynthia yeah, at this what point? What the fuck? Yeah. You know. Makes no like, sense at all. Josh, no. Joshua has to put him right saying, come on, mate. I mean, really? Yeah. You think she gives a fuck about you? No. No. Um, and then Van Damme gets up and everybody starts doing this weird clap, yeah. particularly the English bloke. It's so, yeah. it's so exaggerated, isn't it? Although like, we'll back up a little bit again, sorry. We see that Attila isn't a total monster because the first time he knocks Van Damme properly, he does, right, he treads on his hand and squishes it around a bit. But, he, you know, when, when, when Leon looks up at him, he just shakes his head and just basically tells him to quit. Yeah. Like he does, like you had a go. I don't want to have to rip you in half. Mm. which goes against the idea that we've heard this bloke's a monster who just rips people in half mm. that he gives him a chance just to go no no you've had enough yeah 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 De- yeah definitely he's, he's compassionate isn't he I think yeah that's fair to say um but van damme gets up and the, the, the you know the music's swelling and everything yeah. it's, it's building up to that point where you know van damme does his trademark kick yeah. does the one kick that changes the fight yeah and beats the shit out of attila yeah. kicks that's his just... hand he kicks his hand the second time because attila goes Ooh. yes <laughs> sounds like a fucking ghost out of deadly premonition <laughs> gets his hand kicked out of the way and that's basically it. It's like that was his weak spot was his hand because mm. he gets his hand kicked away, but for some reason wobbles his face around like he's been he's taking a punch. Mm, yeah. But then Van Damme hits him lots. Yes, and Russell gets a kick in the face because he's been yep. a knob. Um, Van Damme uh, jumps over the sort of like the the barrier that was you know separating them all. Um, Cynthia is staring at him with heaving yeah. bosoms. In the uh, background, Shao Kahn says, "Finish him." Yes, um, it's, he's got him by the throat. Uh, you know, he could he could kill Attila perhaps at this point, or just yeah. knock him out. I don't know. Um, I think he, he, I think it was a killing blow. I think that's what they were lusting after, yeah. or wondering if he was going to do it. Yeah, um, but he doesn't, and he lets him up, and then he's about to collapse. But the legionnaires uh, grab him. You know, and but say. Did, but here's the thing: Did he actually win the fight? Because Attila didn't actually ever seem to quit. Yeah, he. Mm. There was no one going. You've won, because he was down to sort of letting him hold him, but he didn't quit. He didn't like. He signalled for Leon to quit, but he didn't signal that he was quitting himself. It was just like he was just looking at him with that blank stare to see, are you going to kill me or are you going to let me up again? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just assumed that he won at this point, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, um, but yeah, so the, Mustafa, who's he's totally changed now, pretty much yeah. in terms of like, you know, it's okay. he's goes, oh, great fight, Leon. You know, your your family will be okay and all this, that and the other. Let's um, go home. Yes. Um, and he sees Joshua at, who's standing sort of like in his way a little bit. Looking like a scolded puppy. He, yeah, and he's... It's I at this point. This is where I start to well up, <laughs> <laughs> and you know because they embrace and cry. You definitely got heart, mind. Don't ever lose it because you never get back. Take it from me. I've been there, man. 
Cynthia's left Owen a lot of money yeah. at this point, you know, and she's uh, been nailed. Um, and then Van Damme t- turns up at his house and, you know, um, he goes inside and they're all ready to leave. Like, but Van yeah, Damme. He, he weren't fucking joking when he said he wanted to take him away afterwards. Yeah. Like, literally the minute literally. I get back home. <laughs> yeah, I have the... my arms hanging off, but we're off. We're getting another 4,000 mile taxi journey. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but also as well, because you, you see just before the fight starts, they're packing, aren't they? They're sort of yeah. like, you know, packing their bags and whatever. Um, and Nicole's like starts to hug him and, you know, because he's got marks all over his face. And, you know, he's he, he basically says, like you know, he can't go with them. And she starts crying and he's saying it's not fair. It's not fair. And, that'll, you know, the the. the the Legionnaires and Joshua can hear all of this from outside because yeah. they're standing outside waiting, aren't they? Uh, you know, and Van Damme sort of does this little speech about, you know, the, the world can be really ugly, but it can also be really, you know, beautiful. And, uh, you know, and and she's crying and I'm crying. Uh, I'm like Lee falling out of my screen because it's a bit fucking cheesy. <laughs> and they, you know, um, they take him in the car but and, and they, they drive off. And, you know, just before that, they, they, uh, him and Joshua shake hands and yeah. you know, he kisses uh, Helen. He tells Joshua to look after look, them. Yeah. So is then Joshua now going to be the one who's going to hump Helen? <laughs> is he just setting him up as the husband? Because he yes. said, until you get a new husband, Helen, I have arranged for you to marry Joshua. That could have been fall into the theory that you said earlier on about you know yeah. uh, until you get married again yeah. and well maybe she's sort of like thinking hmm nice BBC um so at that point um but yeah anyway so they drive off in the car and they stop a bit down the street and uh y- y- he's probably thinking at this point oh they're gonna beat the shit out of me yeah. that's what I've oh, always yeah. thought yeah uh because you know he he uh mugged them off a few times and and beat them up whatever um but then um mustafi you know says uh oh because yeah the other guy go warthog says get out uh and the other you know mustafi grabs him by the shoulder and says good luck so you know that, that you know they're not bad. No. Well, they've been pricks pretty much all the way through it, but they, I think they recognize that he's earned it, hasn't he? You know? Yeah. Um, and then Nicole's sort of standing in the doorway, um, you know, for some reason. And then you see Van Damme running up the road. Uh, they all hug. Uh, I'm in bits at this and then point. There's an awkward thing when you realize that they're all going to live together. So Helen's now going to be married to two men and have to shag both of them. <laughs> um and but you know what and as as and i'm totally all in at this point you know and we'll talk about it we'll summarize the film in sort of like in a bit yeah you know once we finish but the worst thing that i've always thought this and i it's almost like i want the film to stop as he runs up the road because the thing that lets it down the most he's chewing fucking gum He's chewing some chewing gum when he's hugging. Where did you get that from? It's not even that. I mean, forget that. He's there's this massive emotional scene. You know, he's he's got his freedom. He's going back to his family. He's going back to his best friend. It's it's the the, you know a perfect ending. Yeah. And he is there chewing fucking gum. Yeah. Yeah. And I 
I hate that about this. It's almost <laughs> like it, it totally ruins the ending for me. It, you know, and I'm maybe being a bit dramatic, but because because I'm sort of like, you know, there's these kind of like really emotional high points and everything at this point, but then he's there and he's just chewing. He's, and I was like, I fucking hate that. I re- it, it just, not, not people chewing gum, that doesn't bother me, but it's like the end of the scene. It's like, did you really have to do that? Yeah. You couldn't have waited. You know, you could have just done the play the scene out as it is because yeah. he's smiling, he's happy, but then you can clearly see he's chewing. I'm like, oh. Well, what, you, what was missing was was when Mustafa went, good luck. It was good luck. By the way, you, your breath stinks like shit. I've got these wrigglies here for you. <laughs> yes, have a juicy fruit. Yes. Um, have some bubblicious. Uh, <laughs> bothers me it really uh, it, you can tell it bothers me but uh, anyway that was it uh, that was um a wall aka lionheart aka full contact aka leon aka wrong bet um that was the film uh so before we get onto the um twitter responses that we got what mm-hmm. did you think? What tell me what you think? Because obviously you said like, uh, seven, I mean, you can probably tell where I'm going with this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. what my thoughts are and it all. But after you know, 17 years since you've watched this, yes. Well, what were your thoughts of it? Um, still doesn't overtake Bloodsport as my favourite Van Damme film. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you know if you can spit it down into its parts, you you can. We we have to a point, but you can nitpick it. Like the fight in it. I agree with you, actually, the, the idea that there are all these little like end-of-level bosses, all these little fights. But the fight in itself isn't great. You know, it's not particularly quick. It's not particularly fluid. No. Um, it's not the same as if you've got two people who are really good at martial arts, you know, who have spent a long time working together to get all of the um, choreography right. It's a bit it's a bit wooden, a bit crappy. The Some of the schmaltzy stuff is a bit too... It, it, it's a bit too on the side of cheddar cheese for me. Uh, some of the music choices are weird. Uh, I had to use subtitles for Josh. There's a lot of stereotyping. There's all these little problems with it, but you think about. But I still, you know, I still enjoyed it. It's it's more than the sum of its parts. I think it's quite easy, and we've had this before with with a couple of these films. It's quite easy to sit there and rip them apart, but they are more. It's better than the sum of its parts if you take it apart. If that makes sense, and um, I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm. But I'm, I can quite happily sit here and laugh at it and laugh at things it does wrong or that I think stupid or funny or just odd looking back at it now. I can laugh at all of that, but not in a sneering negative way. And that's actually like when we do this, that's the thing I like most actually is finding films that you can enjoy, mm-hmm. but also criticize in various ways without being a snarky twat about it. Yes. But no. I, yeah. yeah. I, I expect half the time to sit down and it's a cheese fest or whatever. Um, and it's exactly what I'm getting. And it's exactly what I what was hoping we'd be doing, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I still like it. I said, I've, I think Bloodsport will be my favourite because I think, I mean, I saw him in No Retreat, No Surrender first, but I didn't, wasn't really aware of Van Damme at the time. The first full film I saw him in where he was the star was uh, Bloodsport. But, so that's probably yeah. why that's my favourite. Yeah. And No Retreat, No Surrender. He, I mean, he's barely in that. If I'm no, being no, honest. it's just the uh, bad, you know, he, for a few scenes and that's it yeah he's he's hardly in it at all to be honest yeah. with you um but it, yeah so Bloodsport will be probably my favorite i've grown mm. to love 
uh, kickboxer over, over the years because um, yeah. I can appreciate the sort of like the tie boxing and all that sort of element yeah. of it. But at the same time, I think Bloodsport will, will always be my favourite because mm. I used to watch, I, I watched it a lot. Um, well, I think it's probably the first time I ever saw it was at my nan's house yeah. on video. And, you know, we used to always watch films like that together. And so it'll always be be special for that reason but also because uh of you know some of the things that we've talked about but i'll i'll always have a soft spot for a wall yeah. because like you've said having sort of like looked at the story you know and the see it, it doesn't make sort of sense in you know when they try to add a bit of uh depth or a bit of nuance to the story some of it doesn't make sense and there's a lot of plot holes and things like that but of all you know the fighting isn't the best um it, it is cheesy, but I love that about it. And it, it always gets me. It always gets me at the end, um, the, you know, and I have genuinely cried to this film, you know, and, and I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't cry to it anymore because I've seen it that many times, but I still get a lump in my throat, you know, nothing wrong with that. particularly with the scenes because you see his relationship with Nicole, building over the film the course of the film uh to you know meeting her for that first time to then you know her and maybe i am over analyzing this way too much but you know she's missed out on her father and now maybe she sees that that you know there's this guy in her life or she wants desperately to have this this guy who seems like a really nice guy in her life and you know finally been able to accept him uh because her mom allows it to happen and then uh, you know, the whole dramatic scene where, you know, he, he thinks he's they're going to go off and live happily ever after. But then that's ripped away from them uh, to then that kind of like happening again. And I love all that. But also the relationship with Joshua, because as yeah. much as Joshua's kind of played a little bit for comedy, a little bit for there's a sort of tragic side to him as well, which I love because he's he is, you know, he, he's like uh you know he's been there and done that you know so at, at the beginning he wants to maybe exploit um van damme but then he sees in him something good that he perhaps used to be which yeah. was taken away from him and he's left with you know nothing essentially yeah he uh, sees it's his second chance but not second chance of glory it's a second chance to be a decent human being yeah so th so there's a lot of comparisons to like sports films and things like that in in that i like in this you know in films that i've seen you know where, where that's happened where the old guy has has sort of had his chance but then sees his redemption through somebody else yeah. but ultimately then kind of throws it away but because their bond is so strong they you know it, it, uh, the van damme can forgive him for for you know, for his faults and for, for fucking up again kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, and I love that. I love the relationship between the two of them. And, you know, like I said, so the, the whole emotional kind of uh, points to starts really with the fight at the end uh, and with the, you know, cause it's, it is up and down, you know, and also, the this sort of when he admits that he's he's double crossed well say double crossed him you know he, he he did it really i suppose because he was trying to protect um lionheart but then yeah. because he, he didn't uh, van, van damme was pissed off because he didn't trust him trust him yeah 
So, you know, and I think that's why he was pissed off. But ultimately, his intentions weren't like Cynthia's to just no. shaft him. It was because he wanted him to have some money. So yeah, he, wanted, he wanted what he wanted. You know, so, he wanted the best for his family also. Yeah, so didn't, and he, did, just didn't believe that he could do it. No, and he wouldn't. He, he didn't want to like just take all the money for himself. It was because he wanted to, the, to, to try and. But that's kind of bothered me as well because that means they've got half as much money. But still, yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah, so I love it for that, and I, I, you know, so but again, as you know, I've just said it a lot. That chewing scene at the end <laughs> fucking annoys me. It's like I just want it to end when he's running up the street, and that's it. You know, or even like there's an embrace, but it kind of like it's it's a, a far away shot, not oh, so it just avoids it. But still, um, so yeah, I, I love it. I look, I, I really like this film, and I watch it. I say fairly regularly. I'll watch it as and when it's on. Yeah, it, um, it, it wasn't quite the kick-ass fest that I remember because when I was younger, you know, you I think oh man, the fighting was brilliant, and when I'm watching it back now, I suppose things have moved on a bit. It was I was, I was surprised at how stiff some of the fighting was mm-hmm. kind of thing but as i said don't get me wrong i enjoy i enjoyed watching this yeah yeah because there's a scene where they're fighting he's fighting the scottish dude and they sort of like the scottish dude sweeps van damme's legs from underneath yeah. him and he just basically falls on the floor doesn't he yeah. you know it's pretty shit um <laughs> but still um there you are uh so um we had some correspondence didn't we so we did. should, we, should we start with the first one do you want to do it yeah no i'll go that yeah uh, this is at Wayne Pooh, Myrtle the Turtle. Uh, my brother always, my brother always said for years that the pool fight was filmed at Barrymore's house. He said that's why the film was called AWOL, Anal Without Lube. <laughs> Bravo, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, Shawnee Boy, uh, he uh, at Shawnee Boy said, um, it's basically quoted the film, the money is on Attila. Wrong bet. Frederick. How do you? I can't pronounce it. Uh, Lin, 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 Frederick, Lin, apologies, Lilgren, Lilgren, Lilgren. Lionheart was the title in Sweden as well. Remember liking it, but haven't seen it since. A badly cut VHS rental. Mm. And finally, uh, Mr. Ben Wyatt uh, at Asia Mania Pod. Um, I've always known it as Lionheart or Wrong Bet. This is the first time I've seen it called AWOL. There you go. Interesting. Um, so that's that. Um, we've spoken for over two hours, uh, nearly two and a half hours. About <laughs> uh, an hour uh, uh, so, longer than the film. Yes, uh, but still. I think Shit, well, the idea that these were supposed to be shorter. Yeah, fuck it. It deserves it. Anyway, so um, <laughs> tell us that the next film to be chatted about is what good sir well some might say i'm continuing a trend oh but we're going back to 1987 oh oh go on mm. uh, and it stars oh uh, oh jim j bullock no don't get it from that uh leslie beavis no don't get it from that okay ronnie graham no. Okay. Uh, oh, Dick Van Patten. Oh, I know the name, but I can't picture him. Okay. No. Uh, I'm running out of cast there. Uh, no, nothing. No, got nothing. No. no nothing at all. 
No. You sure? Dick Van Patten. No. Yeah. I can't Dick, picture... Van, Dick Van Patten. I can't picture him. If I looked at IMDb, I'd know who he is, but no, go on. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's surprised you didn't get the link, to be honest. Uh, but no, it's uh, Spaceballs. Oh, right. Okay. I've, I think I've only ever seen that once mm-hmm. when, I, when I was a kid. So yeah, the the link was that I uh, I when I meant to say Bill Paxton, uh, Bill, I Pullman. Said Bill Pullman. Uh, yeah, you were thinking it was a Van Damme film, weren't you? Oh, is it sure? I didn't. I have no idea. I, but there you go. Yeah, I've mm. only ever seen this once, and it was a long, long time ago. Mm. And even then, I don't think I've watched all of it. I've watched bits of it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. So that'll be cool to go. John Candy, yes, because John Candy's well, like... Yeah, I wanted to avoid Bill Pullman, John Candy, directed by Mel Brooks, Rick Moranis, yes. etc. I was trying to, I was going for the lesser gnomes. Ah, interesting. Oh, cool. Well, yes, I haven't seen that for, a, well, like I said, a very long time. So I um, hope you've enjoyed the show and our uh, chatting about Van Damme. And uh, if you've got any comments... Uh, on Twitter, go to uh, at sixty minutes with. Uh, I'm at dastardly jabby. Um, Adam, you're at. I'm at ape mutterings. And uh, go to the website, which is www.60minuteswith.co.uk. Uh, if you want to buy the film, I mean, it, it is available on Amazon Prime and YouTube. But if you did want to buy the film or anything. Uh, you can do it through the links on the website, which is uh, through Amazon. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. We don't know who's buying what, but it just helps to get a little bit of uh, a kickback. Uh, I think Amazon give a little percentage back to uh, 60 Minutes With. Uh, so I often buy stuff through Amazon through the links. Uh, it just helps to support the website and all that kind of good stuff. So there you are. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. And we'll be talking about space balls. Mm. Bye bye. Bye bye.